0: We live Jesus Christ Jamie you're so you're so quick on the draw (laughs) you fucking maniac give Jamie a couple days off And he starts chomping at the bit (laughs) to hit that go button Did you hear that Microsoft made a fucking (laughs) AI and they had to delete it after a day became because it became a Hitler-loving sex robot Mm -hmm. What?
1: It, it's somebody found a way to make it do that, though. Like, well, of course. A bu- yeah, they, they, they found a, a flaw in the AI that will make it repeat stuff. And so a, a team of people on Twitter like purposely tried to make it racist and all this <laughs> crap. It's pretty funny.
0: Well, it, it highlights the problems with an artificial intelligence, though. Like the idea that you've created something that's some sort of a computer that someone can manipulate. I mean, if it's this easy to to do something that fucking Microsoft created, you would have thought that Microsoft, being a computer manufacturer and a manufacturer of operating systems, would understand the goddamn Internet.
1: Right. It's kind of weird, though. It's so realistic that that's what kids actually are have to deal with every day on Twitter. Like a seven-year-old goes on Twitter. It's going to see racist shit. It's going mm-hmm. to see porn. It's going to see all this crazy stuff. So it's actually pretty realistic.
0: Well, it is in a way, right? Yeah. That, I mean, there's a real problem with that. There's a real problem with, like, what kids are being exposed to. Like, right away, if they go online, like, and I think they go online as soon as they get a phone, right? Mm -hmm. As soon as kids get a phone, they start talking to each other, and they understand that the phone gets online. They're online, right? So they're exposed to fucking everything. You get on Facebook, and if you're doing that, man, if you're getting on Twitter... Like, on a daily basis, you're going to expo- be exposed to some really nutty shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and these fucking kids, like, they they're not being prepared for this. They're just being thrown into this. It's it's so weird
1: just hearing what my mom's uh, since she's been on the internet recently cuz she got the uh, internet like a year ago just her her language how she talks is different like she's talking about retweeting and hashtags and it's like my mom never used that language before
0: Somebody made a post on the Rogan board the other day that was so perfect they were like before the internet I never had any conversations about feminism uh, I never argued with anybody about transgenders <laughs> It was like hey. all these things that all of a sudden became an issue because of the internet. Yeah. Because like, like, where were transgender rights when we were kids? It wasn't. There was nothing.
1: We were allowed to like, like run them over with cars, I thought. You know? No,
0: <laughs> couldn't do that. But there was that Renee Richards who was a high profile case because Renee Richards, is that the name? Renee, Renee the tennis player. Is that the right name? Might not be the right name. The r- last name might be off. Um, but there was a tennis player who was a man who was not a very good tennis player. I should say not very good as a professional That's it. That's, it? That's, That's the right the name, name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, A lot better than me because I don't play tennis, right? So he became a woman and just started fucking dominating like became like a top-flight tennis player and a lot of people were like holy <sighs> shit like what how is how does that work is that is that really a woman like this was like the precursor to the uh, the bullshit about the chick who used to be a dude for 30 years, became a chick for two years, and then started fighting female MMA. This is a way... The female MMA one is a way worse case because you're talking about someone beating the shit out of somebody with male bones and male mind and male tendons and all that jazz. But Renee Richards was beating a lot of fucking, like, really good tennis players that were born women. And there was a real controversy behind it where people were like, man, I don't fucking know. Like how what is how do you they should have a transgender league is what they should have they should have transgender i mean and transgenders are like well we want to be accepted as a regular person well you are but not in fucking sports there's a reason why i can't play like in the olympics is like they're 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 experiencing social pressure with this this is a big part of it and i think for some sports that don't that they don 't have anything to do with explosiveness and, and sheer power, and then you could say, like well, Serena Williams is always going to be stronger and faster than a lot of men it's true, but Serena one of them is Serena or their sister the The drug testing people came to their house they locked themselves in a fucking safe room. What do you think that
1: is? you think that they, they just got done smoking a joint though? No. they're like, "Ah uh.
0: no, no, I do not, Brian. <laughs> I think it's steroids. <laughs> I think it's performance enhancing drugs. I have friends that are girls that take testosterone. They're jujitsu girls and they compete and they travel all over the place and compete and they take fucking testosterone. J- testosterone in the jujitsu world, this is coming from obviously a person who takes testosterone, me. Serena Williams locked herself in a panic room and drug test mix-up. There was no mix-up. She knew what the fuck was going on. She's like, there's a stalker. Someone's trying to kill me. <laughs> she, if that shit had a tennis racket, she could beat the fuck out of anyone in the world. You think she's really worried about some fucking dork with a pocket protector who comes to her house with a piss cup? Why can't you
1: can just like not answer
0: the door? No, you can't. They have rules. The USADA, they need to know where you are at all times. This is how crazy their rules are. Donald Cerrone... Who obviously fights for the UFC is one of the top pros in the world, right? Donald fucking Cerrone gets a call from the USADA while he's doing something for the UFC. He flew to Vegas for the UFC, and they're like, "We're at your house. We're trying to test you." He's like, "Well, I'm at the UFC." Like, we have to tell us exactly where you are. He's like, well, the fucking UFC knows where I am, man. I'm I'm here for the UFC. Like, what are you talking about? Like, they they literally, he wasn't there competing. He was there to watch. But they they will tell you, you have to tell them where you are in any given day. All the time. You always have to be able to be reached. Wow. Yeah. So, she fucking knew.
1: Yeah, but you think instead of a panic room, she could just be like, I'm not going to answer the door. I'm just going to be asleep. Like, why is she?
0: (laughs) Because that confirms that she was scared. She locks herself in her panic That's room, weird. and she confirms that she really was scared. It's a great escape. It's a great excuse. Look, it might be the case. The guy at the door, look, I might be full of shit. The guy at the door might have been some serial killer looking fuck who also works for the USADA. He might have been swole. He might have been scary looking. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. But if I had a guess, that chick is so fucking explosive. She's so fast. And it is a ridiculously competitive sport. I mean, unbelievably competitive. And the money is astronomical. You're talking about millions of dollars to be someone like a Serena Williams. Of course she would take steroids if she could get away with it. If she could get away with it. And she doesn't have a problem with it ethically. If she was one of those people that grew up in the world of competitive sports, like she is, you they realize, man, it's not a fucking dog-eat-dog world. You know, when I had Lance Armstrong on, he didn't want to take steroids. He didn't want to do all that stuff. He did it because everybody else was doing it, and they realized, like, we gotta do this. We wanna win? If you wanna win, you, you gotta, we gotta fucking do this. They all do it, man. It works.
1: And that's why sports suck.
0: They don't suck. Yeah,
1: because you don't know who's on what and who's doing Who what. It's not fair. You're just watching bullshit.
0: Yeah, but that's part of the fun. <laughs> part of the fun is wondering whether or not a guy's on the juice. Did
1: you see Rosie O'Donnell's brother caught what he said to about the yeah. <laughs> UFC?
0: Yeah, well, he's gay. Rosie O'Donnell's brother's gay. And this is what he said. He said it's like gay porn with a different ending. That's hilarious. That's what gay people would say. He looks so
1: funny, though. Like, when he's saying it, it's just, it looks like it's fake. That's one of those things, like, this is not real. This is part of the simulation shit that it's bullshit. That video is one of the funniest
0: videos. It is quite hilarious. It looks like a Saturday Night Live skit. He can get away with it because he's gay. Gay people have so much more leeway to say gay stuff. You know, it's like, <laughs> they could call everything gay because it's gay to him. To him, it's gay. To him, it is like gay porn.
1: But do you think? Do you think there's a huge percentage of people that aren't into the UFC that go? I agree, man. A bunch of guys rolling around. Hmm.
0: Yeah, so what? <laughs> Who cares? I wouldn't be upset at that guy. I mean, I think that guy helped uh, the UFC. Get... <laughs> Here, let's play. It. Let's play it so we can listen to it because it's so fucker. His name is Daniel O'Donnell.
2: You're naked hot man rolling around on top of one another, trying to dominate each other. And just in case you don't know, that's gay porn with a different ending. Okay?
0: <laughs> I want else he says. Keep going.
2: I won't describe the ending for you, but as I've gotten older, the endings are less important. Okay, so. It's got good delivery. The. Good timing. The aggression and the, and the violence of what that was did not make me necessarily comfortable. But again, kind of agnostic. Then we had a colleague here who was brought before the committee, and I've enjoyed this week's discussion about our rules.
0: God, he couldn't be gay. I know. I <laughs> he looks like John Waters. About
2: the rules I enjoyed our conversation. Sometimes these processes work. Well, so what day. happened? We had a colleague here who was deeply offended by what this was, deeply offended, thought it was like the Christians and the lions in Roman times. Oh, Hold well, let's, it was start, let's pause,
0: pause this. Was- you don't, see, people, why do people think that because they get deeply offended by something, they should be able to change what other people enjoy, or they should be able to take freedoms away from people, especially when you're talking about something that's been already licensed and regulated by 49 out of 50 states? That this guy could say I'm offended, and that I feel like this is like the Christians and the Lions. Guess what, dummy? First of all. There's two problems with that. The Christians didn't have a choice, and the fucking Lions didn't have a choice, and it was to the death, and they didn't train for it, and it wasn't like a huge dream of theirs, and it couldn't be a hugely profitable career where you can make Ronda Rousey, Conor McGregor type money, and Nate Diaz money now, too. Our friend Nate Diaz yeah. is rolling in cash now. Rolling, balling, out of control. Yes. If I was, he, he, might not, he might not fight again. He might beat Conor's ass again if they fight, and then like, take two years off. I mean, he's making millions of dollars or not beat Connor's ass. I mean, who knows right? I mean Connor can win, just slap him. The way Nate I just, I just had a feeling going into that fight. I was like this is a big difference. There's a big difference to way Nate Diaz strikes and anybody else that Connor's fought. Like Nate is real slick with his hands. He's real good at shoulder rolling. He's got a nasty jab. He drops his hands and sneaks stuff in on you. He knows how to, like, throw punches, too, with, like, minimal, uh, minimal wind-up. He knows how to pop-pop you. And they'll ding you, man. They fucking... He dings guys on the chin. Like, what he did with Michael Johnson, I was like, ooh, this is a tough fight. And he's a tough out. The only guy ever stopped him is Josh Thompson, head-kicked him. And when Josh Thompson head-kicked him, like, he still didn't go out. He got rocked, but... He's fucking tough, man. I was like, ooh. And if it goes to the ground, oh, that's the wrong guy. Nate Diaz is the wrong guy to go to the ground with. He's a legit black belt, a really high-level black belt. And I knew Connor had gotten submitted by Joe Duffy. Anybody can get submitted if you get caught. But he got submitted by that Joe Duffy guy just a few years ago. And Joe Duffy's a very talented fighter, no doubt about it. But Nate wouldn't have got submitted by that same guy. I highly, highly, highly doubt it. I mean, uh, Dos Anjos, like that—that that level, like there's like a few guys where you're like, ooh, if you f- submit that guy, like he's only been submitted in the USC Dos Anjos once, and that's because he had a broken jaw, and it's Clay Guido who submitted him because Clay was on top of him squeezing his neck, and his jaw was smashed, and he realized he was really fucked, and so he tapped. But like a guy like Connor, if you've been tapped before by Joe Duffy just a couple of years ago with an arm triangle, you got caught like that, like you got a lot, a lot to learn, and I don't know if you've learned it. An- all in time. Like, you got to be obsessed with jiu jitsu. You got to be in there every day training. And I didn't think he did. I didn't think he was that. I thought it was more of, you know, like movement and striking and all that stuff. And I know he was doing some jiu jitsu, but it's not like the primary focus. So I felt like, woof, that's a big, deep end fucking jump. He might knock him out. I mean, Connor can knock out anybody, but he didn't, you know? So now that he didn't, and now that Nate knows he didn't, and now they're going to go into the second fight, and Nate's going to have a full training camp. Ooh, good luck!
3: What's the benefit of this second fight for Conor? Just to, cash
0: money, that's baby. It?
3: That's what I thought. Through I mean, the that's...
0: roof, <laughs> cash money.
3: Outside of that, is there any? good Well, benefit? he could
0: always go down to one forty-five again. <clears throat> He's still a champion at one forty-five. But the amount of money a Nate Diaz, Connor McGregor makes, Conor McGregor rematch makes, is going to be off the fucking charts. Nate Diaz is a superstar, and people didn't realize it. Until, like, the Michael Johnson fight, people realized it, when he was calling out Conor in the in the octagon, and everybody was cheering. And also, like, the ratings. Like, when Nate Diaz, he's a fuck... You know, there was a big thing where Dana White had said that he's not a needle mover. You know, he's when they were in the middle of contract negotiations. He couldn't be further from the truth. He's a big needle mover. I, mean, I love Dana, but that's that's just contract negotiation talk. Like, Nate <laughs> Diaz is a fuck... Maybe he didn't know. I mean, it's possible he didn't know, but I know... Because the Diaz brothers as far as like my friends that are like casual MMA fans the Diaz brothers are fucking huge They're huge Those guys are giant stars and after Nick like pretended to sleep with Anderson (laughs) Silva And like they're they talk mad shit. They know they actually can fight they fight very good I mean they're excellent world-class fighters, and they talk mad shit, and they smoke a lot of weed And they mostly eat vegan like I think Nick might be all vegan. I think Dick still eats like fish, but I know Nate eats fish, and I think they eat eggs too. They eat like tortillas and stuff that's made with eggs and them, but they're interesting guys man they're 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 fucking legit, fascinating people, so like. There's money, my point is. That guy's out of his mind. This isn't the Christian versus the Lions. This is a huge sport. That guy, these guys are giant stars. They're making fucking boatloads of cash. Ronda Rousey was on the goddamn cover Sports Illustrated with one of those paint things on. Paint titties? Paint How's that okay? How's that okay? Can I paint my cock? Like, can I, if I paint my cock, can I go out there? Is that all right? Or is Does it?
1: make it look like an elephant or a chicken or. Well,
0: there's a, there's a fucking, there's a line there, right? It's like a woman's nipples. You cannot show a woman's nipples on the cover of a magazine. But well, how come you can show them painted on? Like, why do we decide that painted on is okay? Like, what you're looking at right there is a naked Ronda Rousey with a fake swimsuit on. That's so cool. So, like, her vagina. I'm assuming, like most girls, you could see some of it from the front. Right? Can we so, spit?
1: Can we zoom in on the just vagina? Let's not
0: do that, Brian. <laughs> Let's be respectful here, for her sake and for Travis Brown's sake. Because if he finds you, he'll fucking kill you. Oh. <clears throat> uh, so, that, oh, it's a cool thing though. That's like a cat. She, they had like a cat design. I didn't notice that. That's good because at the bottom could be a hairy chin. Yeah. See, they 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 thought about that in advance. She had to probably tuck in some lip, I'm guessing. Maybe not, man. Maybe she's one of those tidy girls. I don't know. Is that rude? Is it rude to say? But my point is, um, Rhonda knows I love her. My point is, I can't do that with my cock.
1: Oh, my God. That's so cool.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, I could wear, like, I could get a full-on hard-on and put Lycra on, put, like, spandex on, (laughs) and put it online, and people would say I was offensive, right? But it would be okay. Like, that was what the game did. Do you remember that? Jamie, you're a rap fan.
3: That he had an Instagram post, yeah. There. He put an
0: Instagram, but he's oh, a he's got a hog like a fucking police flashlight. <laughs> 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 he took a picture of him oh, standing yeah. there with a fucking boner. Oh, yeah. oh, they won't even show it in this. Yeah, a- Some of them, there, there's one that shows it. You got in trouble yeah, oh, Jesus, they they Jesus, stop
3: doing it. Wow.
0: Well, he's holding on to it in one, he's warming it up, and then number two, he's just showing it there. I mean,
1: to be honest, even as a guy, that's scary. Mm. (laughs) He's a large person, too.
0: He's a large human. So that's like, but he can't fight. There's a video of him uh, beating some guy up, and I'm like, oh, dude, we need to work on some stuff with you. We need to work on your technique. I mean, he can fight, but he can't. He doesn't know, like... Had, he doesn't know actual techniques like, like cat Williams him, fight. He's not as good as cat Williams <laughs> cat defended the choke If you notice when they went to the ground cat never got strangled. He held on he had two on one. what you're supposed to do <laughs> And the way he threw that left hand I gotta say there was zero power behind it It probably wouldn't knock out my seven-year-old, but There was no fat in his technique like he didn't wind up. He just uncorked it from here And it was a straight punch he uncorked a very short, straight left hand with a I, ring on too, which is like a deadly weapon. When you see the
1: extended version of the video, it definitely seems like he was threatened. It seemed like that kid was up in his face. He followed him for whatever reason.
0: Well, that's unfortunate. And the kid apparently said, "Cat Williams is funnier." You know, whatever. Why? Why? You know? Why do people want to do that? Like, why does the kid want to do that? It's world star. That's what it is. Yeah. It's got to do world star hip hop. We're we gonna play the full version. Yeah, see, here we go. The gr- kid gets in his face. Yeah, see, this version,
1: it looks like he's just fighting with a kid.
0: See, but how come we miss all the other stuff up until this? The kid's got very good control. Actually, no, terrible defense. I take it back. He was already choked out. He didn't go to the hands. Oh, that's not his hands. He's got one. Okay, he doesn't have two on one. He's not holding the choking arm either. He's calling him little boy, little boy.
3: They were playing soccer on a field or something like that with, I don't know, it looks like 20 people or something like that. Actually, a has got a desk squad shirt on.
0: <laughs> oh desk it guard does shirt. look like a desk shirt. Imagine yeah. that. That'd be good. We should Photoshop one and <laughs> all of the photos of him. Put that online. What, what, what,
1: what, what, what is he, why was he playing soccer with some kids? <clears throat> why,
0: well, how, how about why not? If he wants to be friendly. I mean, Cat Williams is a gigantic yeah. star.
3: At the end, he's just saying he was hanging out with people in the hood, and this is why most people, most celebrities don't come and hang out in the hood. So he's just hanging out with his... Well,
0: that's unfortunate. It looked like there was definitely some confrontation going on, but who knows how the fuck it built up to that. And you got to expect that, especially if he's involved in sports. He's playing sports with people. People play sports, they talk shit, you know?
1: That choke on the subway here in Culver City was way better. Did you see that one? That was
0: better, but even then, why is that guy grabbing his forearm like that? Like, dude, (laughs) don't grab your forearm like that. That's not how you do it. I mean, someone like that's like some wrestling type shit. Like a wrestling sleeper hold. But he did it, right? I mean, he, he squeezed that guy out.
1: And he wasn't a... He's just a normal guy. He wasn't like a jujitsu guy or a fighter or no. anything like that. He was just a normal dude. Well, and that's why I grabbed it
0: wrong. <laughs> yeah. You saw Dexter? <laughs> no no I'm way. just kidding.
1: Oh. <laughs> it, it, it does seem weird that, <sighs> that jiu-jitsu moves, like choking and stuff mm-hmm. like that, seems so common now since the UFC. Uh, like You didn't see this shit 20 years ago, people doing chokes.
0: Well, in high school, we, we had a sleeper hold. Like, because it was on pro wrestling. But we didn't think it was real. You know, you'd hear about the sleeper. He's got the sleeper! You know, That's like, right. so guys would get guys in a sleeper hold in a pro wrestling match. And they would fight it off and fight it off. And then they eventually would go to sleep. And the referee would pick their arm up to make sure they were awake. Remember that? Yeah. That was, but we didn't think it was real. Like, no one knew that you could really choke someone out until the UFC came around. You you can't
1: do that anymore in high school, can you? There's no more sleeper. (laughs) No, well,
0: that was not in wrestling wrestling. It was only in pro wrestling. Like, in wrestling wrestling, you couldn't even do a full Nelson because it puts too much pressure on the neck. You could do, like, a half Nelson. So if you're trying to pin someone, what that means is if you're behind them, you get an underhook and you go around the back of their head. And you get now full Nelson is you have both arms and you're, it's a bad place to be. It's it hurts. I think it pushed down your neck and they made that they made that illegal when I was in high school at least. And so like if you wanted to pin someone, you had to use a half Nelson, so you could never do a fucking sleeper hold. But there's like some shit they didn't know about that you can do. Like Matt Hughes choked out Ricardo Almeida with a, just a front headlock. What he did was he held on to the front headlock. He had a, Matt Hughes is fucking country strong like there's some dudes that grow up working from the time they're young like lifting bales of hay and learning how to use their body and and also he had excellent genetics too because his brother was built like that too but there's like some strength that those type of guys have like farm strength That shit's no joke man like there's a lot of kettlebell guys like pavel Tatsuli. he he's got that kind of build too where it's like you know that if you try to wrestle with him, he even though he like looks like a, a fairly normal sized athlete, he's probably just stupid fucking strong. And so Matt Hughes gets his front head caught, headlock on Ricardo Almeida like that. Now that is a legal wrestling move. That's fucking legal as far as I know, unless they've changed shit because all he's doing is grabbing his neck, and he's Matt's using his head and his neck to squeeze the shoulder and arm of Ricardo Almeida against his neck on one side, and then he's using his arm and his shoulder to squeeze the neck on the other side. So it's essentially the same thing as a head and arm choke. He's just in a different position. So, like, he's in the north-south position from a stand-up, which means they, he grabs his head and he pulls him down, and Matt's, Matt's got the upper hand. His, his arm is wrapped around Ricardo's neck. Now, if they were reversed on the ground... That position where Ricardo is being choked is essentially the same as a head and arm choke, which is a super common choke. And you finish it the same way with the hand grip in the same way. You could easily finish it that way. Some guys grab the bicep, but the way Matt's doing it, a lot of guys finish it that way. So... He would be different like he would be mounting him, where his body would be on top of his body instead of like in a north-south position But it's essentially the same uh, Same way you're applying pressure to choke someone unconscious. We had never seen that in UFC before nor since no one's been able to do it since My point being like there's some wrestling shit that they that's still out there that you could still do But a guy like Matt Hughes could choke you out with it hmm. Mark Schultz got he got kicked out of the Olympics because he ripped a guy's fucking shoulder apart with a, a move that was legal at the time. It was like a Kimura. He, they call it a double wrist lock in catch wrestling, but if you pull up Mark Schultz, God, I forgot the gentleman's name. I think the guy wrestled, I want to say he was from Iran. Iran has a very strong wrestling program, but Mark Schultz was a fucking gorilla. And when he was competing as a, he's the guy that Foxcatcher movie's based on. Hmm. But meanwhile not really based on him. I mean it is and it isn't they played fast and loose with a lot of the facts Made it look like he was gay and he's doing coke and he had frosted tips and all kinds of weird shit in there But that move as far as I knew he just took it too far or something. I think but I think it was a legal move Here it is watch this watch what he does to this <laughs> dude He drops he gets the come he yanks it and he pulls him down just destroys his arm just destroys him Yeah, and the guy is just screaming in agony on the ground. Back in the day, ABC Wide World of Sports, I think, wasn't it? They don't have that shit anymore. Remember you used to get exposed to weird sports? Yeah. They would take you to like a javelin contest. Like, hmm, ABC Wide World of Sports. They would show you all kinds of different shit that you'd never seen before. Like they had uh, Minnesota Fats play Willie Moscone in a pool match on ABC Wide World of Sports. Like, whoa. Show us some cool shit today.
3: I saw a VR pool demo the other day. Oh yeah, Uh, from those like that Vive thing I showed you a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago. Someone just made a a full pool game where you're walking around a pool hall, and uh, you can set up you can set up a bunch of trick shots. Which looks it looks a little gamey, but. You can have like beer bottles and whatnot on the table and shoot your pool balls right through the bottles and
1: huh? I, I saw it at Best Buy. there's this new camera out that's only like400 dollars, but it's a 360 camera which so you could just put it right here and it records everything around it. Have you Whoa. seen this, Jamie? I don't know if, the, if it's good or not, but uh, that's kind of interesting.
0: <sighs> it is interesting. We I mean look, it's just a matter of time. Whoa, this is bizarre Also, yeah. oh, it's showing you the angles and stuff. So you can just walk around if
3: you want the angles you can but everything in the whole room is Available to touch apparently or at least to a certain extent. That's cool. Set up ramps Well,
0: what would be really interesting is if you could somehow set this up with other people and have virtual balls But the problem is you wouldn't feel the ball like the whole idea of pool like See what they're doing is just showing the shots like landing the shots But what pools really all about is controlling the rotation of the ball and cue ball control There's
3: a little feedback, a little bit of touch you get, but I don't know if they can make it feel the same. You could never.
0: You would need weight. Yeah. Like what what pool is is like uh, there's a big thing about it is the weight of the cue. Like um, guys will change their weight just a little bit, and they feel it in a big way. Like they'll go from a 19.1-ounce cue to a 19.3, and they're like, man, I'm overstroking this ball. i got to back off. Like we're talking about like two-tenths of an ounce, and it's a big difference in the way it feels. Or if you go from a, like one ounce, one ounce is giant. You go from a nineteen to a twenty, holy shit, that's a big difference for people. You would think like one ounce, like how how would you even notice? You'd hold it in your hand. After a while, you wouldn't even notice, right? No, you notice. You notice in a big way. So that's I don't know if that would work, but some shit would work on. I think once once they figure out how to do like some sort of a neurological input thing, then you're going to be able to. Play on a computer you're gonna be able to feel the keys You're gonna be able to like if you pull vault you'll be able to feel the pole You'll be able to feel the breeze as you go launching through the air all that stuff's gonna happen
1: Video game version of you on UFC 2 is so creepy awesome <laughs> that I love it And just the idea of imagine taking that version of you by mixing the podcast With it
0: you probably could do something like that. It would be so real well i you know why i did that i got out of uh doing more commentary to do that commentary is uh commentary in a video game is painstaking it's, and so it's one of the easiest uh things see that's me from my new ketogenic diet i'm all shredded now um the uh... <laughs> it's so cool
1: there's, there's a guy that beat every single player using you that's hilarious. in a two-hour sitting while talking like doing like a podcast while he's playing you that's hilarious. It's so cool, and it's real. Like you hid that from all of us too. Like, like yeah. none of us knew about that.
0: No, I didn't tell anybody. <clears throat> I was supposed to be quiet about it, so I had to uh, take off all my clothes and uh, put shorts on. And then they um, they spin. Like you st- you stand totally still, and you have to go through a series of poses. And so like uh, you know, like you hold your arms out like that. You hold your arms out like that. You do certain movements. I don't think I had a kick. I don't think I had to throw any kicks. I'm trying to remember now. But your kick
1: in the game looks like your kick, yeah, though. It looks it pretty all, good. Yeah, it looks did, pretty real. Yeah.
0: yeah. It looks all well. They did the techniques. They've all analyzed the techniques for like like the jitsu techniques. They're all super good. The wrestling techniques, boxing, and kicking. It's all like really good fundamentals. Like everybody, even guys who have like wonky fundamentals in this game, their fundamentals are really good.
1: They did such a good job, also, of really making the experience uh, this time around. Like just like the ring girls. Walking in the background just like everything. It's like creepy how good they did. It's creepy the life experience
0: It's getting better and better. They're getting so good at this shit You know, they're they're getting close to what they call that uncanny valley. They're crossing that uncanny valley That's that uh, that's that expression that someone came up with the difference between artificial videos and videos of like this and 3d video games and then real people like when I did that uh, sci-fi show the questions everything show we went to Nvidia and we saw the latest in their ability to recreate a person's face, and they still had problems with um with tongues like tongues were a big one, and hair and some hair just it just and eyes like eyeballs where your eyeball connects to your eyelashes and your eyelid that look, looked a little funky, but everything else man they so they did it with a bald guy, and uh fuck dude, it's fucking crazy when you look at it you're like that's not a real guy Wow. Yeah. Like it's so close. They're so close. They're like knocking on this door, where they're gonna be able to recreate things, and you're not gonna be able to know whether or not you're watching something that's completely computer generated or something that's real. And they they did something recently that I tweeted a couple days ago, or maybe yesterday, where this guy um, superimposed his facial expressions on George Bush. And so, like, he, got, he said things and put words into George Bush's mouth that George Bush never said. So they show the video. That's have so cool. That? Yeah, it's so awesome. Fuck. It's creepy. Dude, we, we're not going to know. We're we, so close. That's probably already happened. You know, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> 100%, right? Like, yeah. blurry shit? Yeah. Like, you're just not going to know. You're just not going to know what's real and what's fake. You just won't know.
1: Yeah, there's going to have to be, like, seals of approvals or something like that. That's, like, we're saying that this is real. Like, there's going to be half... Have-
0: Videos are going to be, like, stories. It's like, you're not going to know whether or not... If you tell me some crazy story, I'm not going to know whether or not it's real. I'm like, all right, you say so. That's what a video is going to be like. Like, you're watching this video of George Bush. It's going to be like someone telling you a story about being abducted by a UFO. All right, where's your proof? Well, I'll show you the video. Right. Everyone's going to be like, get out of here with your fucking video. That video could be fake as hell. You could have made that on your phone.
1: Well, the FaceSwap app... And shit Mm -hmm. that's on the phone even that shit's crazy, Mm -hmm. and that's just a little stupid program
0: (laughs) How about the ones when they put tongues on people like look how it's doing this
1: that is so crazy And
0: he's obviously exaggerating he's making like big smiles and weird side-to-side motions with his face Just to show that they could do that, but I guess how it works is they take uh, yeah Oh, they're showing it right here. They take a three-dimensional moving video of this guy's face And, um, as he's moving around, they take a a three-dimensional image of the other person's face, and they map out where his mouth is and what the shape of his mouth is. And they just have that guy's mouth do the movements of the other guy. It's just crazy. (laughs) So cool. The smiles are off, though. If you see, like, Putin's smile, like, Donald Trump's looks fake as fuck Mm. because he's got such a weird mouth. Like, his range of motion in his mouth is like an old lady trying to do the splits. You know what I mean? His mouth doesn't move very much. He's got a small mouth, Donald Trump. What a crazy technology. Mm -hmm. It's nuts. Well, they did this with Reagan way back in the day with audio. There was a thing where um, someone had taken a series of Ronald Reagan speeches. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And they had edited the audio... To show that, you know, for Ronald Reagan to make some ridiculous statement. I forgot all about that. Yeah, it's old school. It was old school, and they played it on TV, and we were like, whoa. Wow. I remember watching that going, whoa. Nancy. Remix Ronald Reagan's speech went viral years before internet memes. Damn, that was a long-ass time ago. You know what else went viral? Richard Gere and the gerbil story. <laughs> That's the real viral Zou story. Sour cream
1: and Taco Bell.
0: I don't know what that one is.
1: Uh, people, con- like, the, they... There's cum in somebody ate cum from a Taco Bell burrito or something they like that. probably did.
0: <laughs> I guarantee that happened. But the Richard Gere gerbil thing was a much better example because it's a story that Eddie Bravo heard. He grew up in California. I, I grew it. up, I heard it in Boston. We heard it on the other side of the country. I mean, this, this fucking story, everybody knew it. You heard it. Yeah. Right? I, I, you heard I, I, it.
1: I almost think it was a Howard Stern thing.
0: Mm-mm. It was a Scientology thing, supposedly. That's oh, the really? rumor. Yeah, the rumor was Richard Gere left Scientology. And Scientology decided to fucking drag him through the mud. Wow. Yeah, well, I think Scientology does not like it when you leave. And uh, that's why people stay. Like, the people that have left, they fucking go after you, man. They go after you hard. And the people that, la- that do leave most of the time, they just shut the fuck up. But the people that have left, that have talked shit about them, whoo, they'll wait outside your house, they'll fucking make noise, they'll, they'll follow you around. Like, those videos of... Um, these guys getting harassed that were former Scientologists and now the, the Scientology crew showed up at their house and they filmed these people and they don't understand like how creepy that is to us watching that. Like, what you, wait a minute, you can't leave? Like, you can't quit. And if you do quit, you, you can't talk about what happened? Like, what are you guys doing? Like, what are you guys doing that we can't talk about this? Like what what kind of nuttiness do you really have kids working for fucking three dollars an hour and you make them work 16 hours a day And you have them like 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 that guy's was his, his niece or something like that the David Miskovich guy Like one of one of his relatives released a book and uh, you know She's talking about how fucking crazy it is growing up in this environment like you can't talk about that Well as soon as you can't talk about something, you know You got a real problem because you could talk about being a Baptist like, you could you could talk all day about growing up at a Baptist church. Nobody, nobody's going to fucking come after you because they're not doing anything crazy. You know what I mean? I mean, even though it's a religion, too, you can, as soon as you can't talk about what you guys are doing, like, you, you can't – someone can't complain about what you're doing. I mean, think about if that applied to the Catholic Church. You know? It's a – it seems like
1: that day is coming, though, when that shit gets, oh, like, exposed to being, like, something Cosby-like. Like, we're going to find way more about Scientology or Tom Cruise or any of these, all these people.
0: Maybe. Um, I mean, think I think we're, it's definitely going to be harder for them to get people to listen. You know, it, it used to be easy. You just, before the internet, you just had to have, like, a bunch of successful people that were part of a group that were really friendly, and you wanted to be a part of it, and you wanted to get in there with them. And the next thing you know, you have thousands and thousands of members. It wasn't it wasn't hard to do back then. But now, like you don't have to wait until you're ten years in to find out about the Thetans and the the fucking planet where the the, the bodies are or they, they fucking drop them into the volcano and they're frozen or whatever. Like if you you read the actual story that L. Ron Hubbard wrote as detailed in um In that Going Clear movie where the guy first read it. And he was like, what in the fuck is this? You can get that now. So it's harder to get people to join now with something like totally wacky. But there's some other shit. Like, what is Landmark? People keep telling me this Landmark. landmark. You've heard of Landmark? Movie theaters? No. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Jamie. Are you (laughs) you hanging out with him? (laughs) No, there's like some... There's some fucking, some sort of a cult. Is it my name? Am I saying the name wrong? Landmark. There's like, uh, there's another type of like social group that a bunch of people are tweeting me saying, they were saying that Robin Quivers is in it. The, the Landmark Forum? Yes. That's it. And people are saying that this is some sort of a, a cult. Is, this, is that bullshit? Like, what is it? Is it some self-help thing? Is that it's, what it is? It's just a message board? No. Landmark <laughs>
3: Forum is a large group awareness training a program movie? in
0: which a hun- up to 150
3: people take a seminar together aimed at helping them realize their true potential. That sounds like something.
0: Yeah, sounds like one of those self-help guru things, which may be okay. I mean, are any of those legit? <laughs> I mean, Anthony Robbins is pretty fucking legit, right? I mean, people have used his principles. And they've gotten ahead. And that guy's been around forever. So if he was like a a total bullshit act creeper, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you would have
1: heard about it by now. Maybe. I mean, look at Bill Cosby. <laughs>
0: Like we would have to be, maybe it was like a way less level creeper, just like just it just gives massages to people inappropriately. Like, it doesn't take it any further than that foot guy he's just a foot guy. <laughs> he just gives like un- unannounced back rubs, just shows up and starts rubbing your back, and it was like, um, does he go any further than that Nope, nope, he just gives you the weird back rub, and that's it.
1: <laughs> you know it's weird when i i I got this watch I got the Apple watch and it. When you're setting it up, it says male, female, or other, and I like that.
0: Welcome to the new world. <laughs> Give me another. I'm a foxkin. Is it on there? Because if it's not, I'm fucking complaining. I'm gonna sue Apple. I'm foxkin. What's foxkin? Is you that your know? spirit animal? Yes, my spirit animal is a fox. There was a guy who fucking got his license at the DMV in Portland, and they let him wear a fox hat, like a fake, like fox, like a like like a furry would wear coon hat. We oh. had like, no, like he had like a fox eyeballs okay. a furry, and ears. Yeah. Like, look at the, there's a photo. See if you can find it. The photo of him at the DMV getting his fucking photograph. And everybody's like, well, that's ridiculous. Is it? Is it any more ridiculous than what's that thing that Muslim women wear? That hijab? 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 Yeah, look at this guy. Yeah. Look at this guy. <laughs> wow. He's wearing a fucking fox hat. Ah, what's his name? Edgar Campuzano is that his name down there? Uh, yep. Yeah. No, that's the guy who wrote the story. How the hell? What is the gentleman's name? We need to give him props. What's his name? <laughs>
1: uh, just as a Portland man.
0: It doesn't say his name. Oh, come on, man! It says Bishop. Wait, Bishop. Bishop. What's his name? It says Bishop.
3: That's it. That's it. It his name. It's just Bishop.
0: Oh, really? It goes by Bishop. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Even better. He's got one name. <laughs> He's like Oprah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. His name is Bishop. Pull it up so you can see the photo. Look at this. That. So great. <laughs> now, do you think
1: that's just like his girlfriend oh. worked at the DMV? I bet that's more about it.
0: Well, it is. took time to grow that beard. <laughs> Look at that beard he's got. That's a weird so Fu Manchu style, long, long, like goat beard. You know, he's got one of those, like a. Have you ever seen a turkey beard? Yeah. Turkeys have this weird thing. They grow out of the middle of their chest. It's like this long beard. It looks like it's some... And it, the longer it is, the older the turkey is. So it becomes like, a, like I guess, a part of the way they strut. They wear that big turkey thing, that's a so beard. Um, So that's like they let the other turkey know, Bitch, I've been around. Look at all these fucking medals I got. <laughs> you know, like as it grows... That's what that guy's got, got growing off his chin. So... It's highly possible he's out of his fucking mind. That
1: that dude looks like the Oregon, like what Oregon people look like, kind of. Like the Oregon State Bird almost.
0: Mm. Well, why shouldn't that guy be able to to wear that fox hat? Because there was a girl at South by Southwest who was a fencer. She's a competitive fencer. And she wanted to wear full head garb in the photos. And they were like, no, you have to take that off. And so South by Southwest had to apologize because they asked her to take her religious clothing off. Well this guy should go to South by Southwest to wear his fucking fox hat. We should all do that because it's all ridiculous. It's all ridiculous like any clothing that you have to wear and you have to take your photos with that clothing in order for you to be free like you should be Religion's made up. Okay, so any clothing that you wear any like Fanatical garb that you wear when you go somewhere. That's made up shit. So if that's made up shit, you should be able to say you're a foxkin. You should be able to say you should be able to wear an octopus on your head everywhere you go.
1: There are reasons you're not supposed to have anything on your head because you have to see what you look like with no, you know, what you look like normal, yeah. like base. So if we're looking for you, we know exactly. What you're, yeah. I mean
0: that's security. There's a reason why security. you have an ID in the first place right. because there's a lot of people. Like if you put on. Um, like a face mask, like a skier wears, where it's like it shows you, uh, like from the eyebrows up is covered and from like the mouth down is covered. Fuck, man, you could be a million different people. It's so hard to tell who you are without seeing your whole face the shape of your head, the color of your hair, the whole deal. There's a lot of people that look fucking similar as hell. And so, to have an ID and allow, allow someone to wear some really elaborate costume where you're most your head's covered and you say you do it because of your religion like no No, like they're apologizing to her because of the wacky rules that she follows don't allow you to show your head Like get the fuck out of here It's 2016 folks I mean, come on, at what point in time, like, the religious tolerance, it's so important, religious tolerance, it's, we have to be tolerant, unless they're Christian, if they're Christian, you could shit right in their mouth, and you can make the sign of the cross with your shit on their forehead, and no one cares, like, that's the one religion where it's totally okay to mock openly and make fun of, nobody, because, you, like, you think you're a goofball, but if you wanted to walk into, uh... South by Southwest with a uh, a pope hat on, because he said that's part of your religion. I'm you know, I'm pope in training. I mean, I'm really low level right now, but uh, I'm just gonna stick. You know, like you are what you you believe you are. So I'm just gonna wear this everywhere. I'm gonna wear a giant with a fish head one, the big one where it looks like an open mouth, a fish mouth. <laughs> no, we need tolerance. Won, we need tolerance. He won his
3: appeal, though. He got to keep his hat. Yes, his, his, his he should. ID. He it's totally should. Crazy.
0: He should get to keep it, and uh, that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna wear a bandana like a pirate. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm uh, I'm pirate life. Wait. I'm pirate as fuck. I'm gonna wear my pirate as fuck uh, caveman coffee t r- shirt. Did you see the uh, Hulk Hogan was the
3: only guy to win a court case with a do rag on in court.
0: Excellent. How did you made do- him look classy? <laughs> the the black bandana to go with his uh, black suit. I thought it was a classy look, and. uh, I'm I'm a, a big fan of his. Now that he won 150 million dollars plus, yeah. he won another 25 million. Yeah. You see that? Yeah. That another uh, on top of supposedly the what is it
1: Gawker is <laughs> yeah. supposedly going out of business now. Gee, how weird!
0: Cheers. What well, I thought they would have unlimited money, just being dicks to a guy yeah. and making the videos. CEO
3: has to pay 10 million or something out of his own money. Yeah,
0: but he's like super rich. No. Yeah. Yeah. But. Apparently, he's you know it's going to cost him 10 million bucks, but he's got like 100 million. The whole thing's hilarious.
1: His haircut is so awesome.
0: Look for him, like this is a win-win. I mean, this guy's—he's theater. Hulk Hogan is theater. Everything is theater. Did you hear the part and in, de- in
3: the questioning about his ten-inch uh, penis that he said? Yeah,
0: his hog's not as big as the games. <clears throat> the game—the game doesn't even have to go to court. It's like, look, bitch, you know how big my dick is. Unless it's a fake dick. The only thing they could do is like they'd have to have some sort of a deposition where he pulls it out, shows you. But he might be a shower and not a gr- or a grower and not a shower. So like he might have to get worked up to prove it. Or it's,
1: you're completely right. Or it's just fake. He just grabbed some girl's dildo, put it in his shorts, took a photo just to make everyone go, oh my God, look how big of a dick it is. I mean, I've done it. It
0: seems connect. Well, that's you though. You gotta, you gotta understand. You're unusual. And it's not, it's connected. Like is the dick is connected to him. Like if you look at it, it's obviously like it doesn't look like a. If it was a dildo, there'd be like a drop-off point at the base. And you're like, wait a minute, how exactly is this thing attached? You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, they have the ones that you stick onto the side of the wall of a shower.
0: Maybe just went mm, like on his should sh- be. Could be like he tucked yeah, he tucked and had that one too But even if he stuck it in it would be going forward. It wouldn't be off to the side like
1: that when you have spandex you probably just put it to the side. It's one of those long double-ended ones You know
0: like yeah. the long snake ones. It's not connected though. Uh, look, I look I stared at his dick very carefully <laughs> <laughs> And uh, from what I'm seeing it's a real dick and it goes with his body. You know what I'm saying It's not like Tony Hinchcliffe has a, a fucking oatmeal box in his pants <laughs> That's Quaker Oats box. Somebody had that expression for it. Somebody had that description. I thought it was the funniest description ever. Quaker Oats box for a dick. Well, who is this? See, look, he's holding it even. That the looks game? Like, this is another that one? That looks the even game. faker. Um, no, that looks like he's fully hard. Dude, that guy's giant. He's got a giant dick. Come on, son. You know that shit's real. You want it to be real. No. <laughs> I want... I'm scared. <laughs> See, that if, could just be... I like I, how he's got marijuana leaf tattooed right above his dick. Like, what's that supposed to mean? Yeah, Smoke it? Smoke it if you got it? <laughs> all, the,
3: all the hashtags he has on there. On
0: his body? No, this on, the, this on, the, on the... Oh, the my dick. Ed- this dick will change your life. <laughs> <laughs> drops, Mike. <laughs> this Look at his hashtags. This dick, dick will make strong. you restructure your day. <laughs> this dick can keep them edges slicked down. <laughs> this dick can file your nails. This dick... This tongue will make you late for work. Wait. This dick can be your best friend. This dick can sew in bundles. I'm not sure what that means. (laughs) If you can, I'll eat your pussy. Uh, You can take the whole thing. Can you not? If If you can, I'll eat your pussy. Um, Till scandal comes back on next week. What the fuck? <laughs> That's one hashtag. Fuck? He's funny. It's hashtag dick game strong. I love that. <laughs> so good. I love this world. Somebody figured out a way to distribute information through fucking pipes and, and, and numbers. It's decoded back into letters, ones and zeros. And this is what it came to hashtag dick game strong. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's being used for. It's being used for, oh, God, what a beautiful world.
1: I love how communication has churned, like, into animated ah. GIFs and
0: hashtags. And It's amazing. It's so funny. We live in funny times, man. It's funny. Like, the amount of funny that we get on a daily basis is, like, way higher than when we were kids. Like, just all these hilarious animated GIFs, anytime anything goes wrong or anything happens in the world... These fucking things are hilarious, and most of them are being made by regular folks who have a funny idea. They're not being made by professionals, which kind of shows you what we have said all along. There's a lot of funny people out there that don't ever do anything about it, you know? They don't ever become like... Look, Eddie Bravo is one of the funniest fucking people I've ever met in my life. He's hilarious. But until he started doing our podcast, most people just knew him as a jiu-jitsu instructor. I'm like... Eddie Bravo is fucking funny, like stand-up comedian funny. But he was bill he was busy with a bunch of other shit and never pursued it.
1: He actually did a couple of times, couple if of times. I remember. He and he, I thought I heard
0: he was pretty good. He did well a few times. He did like he had nine sets. He did it nine times, and that was nine times. A few of them were like the Hindenburg. Oh, no. A few of them were like he just wanted to just quit life. They were bad. A few of them were bad. It just didn't work. But a few of them were funny, man. There was a few of them that were really funny. And then there was other ones that were like a little, a mix. A mix of like really funny and some stuff that didn't work. But, man, it's like everything else in this world. It seems way easier than it is. It just does. Like, you look at bowling, okay? You just grab that stupid ball and roll it. How hard could that be? Obviously, it's hard. Because, you know, they have pros, like, they have tournaments. They play on TV. They roll the ball better than the other people roll the ball. Just, like, subtle nuances. They, they have special shoes. They slide when they, they release the ball. They have gloves, and they, they spin the ball as they release it, and they want it to hit the front pin at the perfect way. And it seems so fucking easy. If you're outside looking on the outside in at bowling, you are be like, eh, I can fucking do that. But if you've never bowled in your life and you go out and try it, holy shit, are you going to be bad, right? Mm. Same thing with everything, man everything you name it it all it, things that look easy like that fucking gay guy talking about gay porn like with a different ending do you think his speeches are that's not easy like what that guy's doing the way he's doing it even though it's silly and gay and he's got jokes thrown in there like his fucking delivery's pretty goddamn smooth <laughs> it's pretty funny that's funny like and he knows what he's doing like he knows How he's being perceived, he's adjusting, he's pausing in the right way, he's saying it the right way. You take the average person, you make him stand up and give a speech about MMA in front of a, a bunch of other people in suits in some room like that, and it's gonna suck. He's got a built in joke though. Everybody knows he's gay. Like all he has to do is talk about guys being hot. Like they'll do that to disarm the situation. Like gay guys have that built in thing, they can always talk about guys being hot. Well, it's very hard for me to uh, concentrate up here with all these hot guys in the room. Like he'd say things like that, and then, boom, they break the ice, and people start laughing. So there's there's that, but it ain't easy, man. So Eddie tried it, and it just was too much time. He was busy with his music. He's busy teaching. He's busy competing at the time. He's still competing. So he quit. He didn't want to do it anymore, because it was right around the time when he fought Hoyler and fought in Abu Dhabi. It was just, that's when, right around when he was trying it out. But he could do it, especially now, because he's been teaching for so long. He's getting really comfortable with talking in front of people. And in his classes, he's really funny. Like, sometimes in his classes, he'll say hilarious shit, just not planned out, not jokes he wrote. He'll just, something will come up, and he'll say something. Or, you know, like, sometimes, it's like, his classes are hilarious. Like, one time he came in, he was talking about some UFO documentary that he saw. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he, even came, he said, oh, Jesus. He hasn't stopped with the... Uh, chemtrails. chemtrails.
1: He was talking about chemtrails
3: the other day. Still? It's still. No, he's still doing they—some pro- they, they, some, New uh, documentary,
0: bro. Documents New came evidence. out that
3: they were proving over LA. They were putting spraying over the last couple mm, months.
1: Told you. No,
3: but they, they admit to that. Yeah, they admitted it. They've well,
0: never not admitted to to doing it. <laughs> well, well, hold on a second. There's a, here's a difference. What they have admitted to, and what they do, we talked about this before. What they do in Abu Dhabi on a regular basis is they do cloud seeding. Yeah, and cloud seeding is absolutely real. And what they do is they figure out how to make it rain, and they spray some sort of silver iodine. Is that what it is? Find out what the fuck they spray. Is it for, to reflect it? To no, no, it no, human? no, no, no. That's the Anunnaki shit. Mm-hmm. The uh, the silver stuff. Somehow or another, when you spray it in the air, it coalesces. That's the wrong word. It somehow or another attracts these clouds to form, and that you can make it rain. And in Abu Dhabi, they've made it rain once a week for a year. They make it rain there, like once a week. They just fucking spray the sky. And this is the
3: Abu Dhabi's the desert. Silver iodide yeah. and potassium iodide.
0: That's it. Which, by the way, is absolutely a different substance than what these people are claiming is in these chemtrails. That was the problem with doing that show. Like that Joe Rogan questions everything show. Like, p- p- the people have some shit in their head and they don't, they, they just, this is what they believe. It's locked in there and they don't want to accept other information. Like, there's one guy that made this documentary on chemtrails. I mean, he had made two documentaries on chemtrails. And he said he had evidence. He had evidence. We have tested the water, and the water shows high levels of aluminum. Like, why is there aluminum in the water? Well, it turns out, first of all, that dirt all across the world has aluminum in it. It's really common. It's one of the most common things you'll find. Like, as far as, like, uh, metals, like, it's super common for aluminum to be in the ground. That's how they get aluminum. Okay, it's in the ground, it's all over the place. And when this guy showed me his paperwork, he's like, I'll show you the tests. He hands me this paper and, I, and it says sludge. So I said, well, why does it say sludge? And he goes, I don't know, but I gave them water. I go, but that's not what it says at the lab. They tested it and they said it's sludge. So what is sludge? And he goes, well, I don't know, what is sludge? Like, oh, well, let's Google it. The sludge I think is water mixed with shit and it's water and dirt. That's what sludge is. So I go, okay, so you admit that dirt has aluminum in it, right? Yes, I know that. Okay. But this water did not have dirt in it, but it says sludge, which means water and dirt. So your water and dirt tested positive for water and dirt. Like that's what happened. Like your sludge tested positive for being dirt. That's it. You didn't prove that they're spraying shit in the air. Like, this is crazy. Not only that, if they sprayed shit in the air, it would look different than fucking clouds. Like, what a cloud is, is moisture. These are It's moisture. And when you have a certain amount of condensation in the air, and you send those fucking jet engines through it, it spirals, and it's got all this massive power and heat, and it changes the temperature of the air in those funnels those tubes it creates artificial clouds like i'm not making this up this is all science like the scientists have figured this out fucking decades and decades ago this is like this is a beaten into the ground subject they absolutely know that you can do that this this is hundred percent proven that you can send a jet engine through certain levels of condensation and people are like well how come you see it it turns on it turns off well look up in the sky do you ever notice that clouds aren't uniform across the entire sky You know why? Because moisture's not uniform across the entire sky. Just like you'll be fucking driving, and it'll be raining in one area, and you drive to another area, and you could pass through an area where it's not raining, and into a new area where it's raining again, and you're laughing. Oh my god, we drove from the rainy part into the fucking dry part. You can do that. Everybody knows you can do that. So why would you not assume that the air and the sky would be very similar? Sometimes. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it is. Like, this is this is a dumb theory. Like, there's a lot of fucking conspiracy theories that everybody should look into. There's a lot of them that are legit as fuck. There's a lot of false flags. There's a lot of lying to the American people. The fucking Gulf of Tonkin that got us into Vietnam is based on bullshit and lies. Operation Northwood's 100% bullshit and lies. All the shit that fucking William Randolph Hearst did to get marijuana illegal and the Reefer Madness. There's a lot of real-life conspiracies, but... As soon as you start believing something, and you're unwilling to accept evidence that you might be wrong, it becomes a fucking problem. And people get mad at me on Twitter, like, Bro, look at this YouTube documentary! Look at this YouTube! It doesn't mean people haven't sprayed shit in the sky before, folks. But when you're looking at those goddamn trails that happen behind jets, that is normal. That is just what happens when you fly a jet through the atmosphere. And that's not, people should be worried about the fucking jet fuel. That's what they should be worried about. Everybody that lives around airports, they all get like high rates of respiratory illness. There's this like a real scandal there. That's the, the real scandal. If you live near an airport, you're breathing that fucking burning jet fuel. If you work at an airport, if you're one of those baggage handlers, one of those dudes that's on the strip every day, fuck, man. What are you breathing in every day? Like, that's a real, like, there's real health concerns there. Do you know what? How how what a big deal it would be if we really found out the government was spraying stuff in the sky above us, and for what reason? What are they doing? Is it mind control? Because it's not working. <laughs> Is it trying to make everybody ill? That's not working either. I Is
1: hate it... this topic so much. It's, it just drives me crazy. It's
0: an adorable subject. It's adorable.
1: You know, we're going to find out the planes that crashed into the World Trade Center were uh, crop dusting at the time, or doing chemtrails, or something. That would be funny if we combine. Conspiracies, dude.
0: There's people who don't even believe they're real planes. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's people well, who think that those were holograms, and then they'll show you on video. Look, you can see there's a pixelation on the left wing. <laughs> these people, their brains are broken, man, and it's because they're not getting any pussy. That's kind of a good point we guys
3: were talking about just a little bit ago. Like video at some point won't be enough evidence.
0: Yeah, for yeah. proof. Well, I think it's right now. I think it's real close. I think, well, right now, we're looking at some normal shit that they're showing us in YouTube ads, but in the darkest halls of justice, who knows what, fo- I <laughs> government, government,
1: <laughs> back at the Justice Super, League of America, back at huh? the fucking superhero <laughs> compounds, Xavier,
0: President Xavier, or Professor Xavier, I think the, the, the highest levels of all this stuff, like, you know, like, That magic leap shit like we're we're looking at what they release and we're watching these little videos They're putting out and it looks cool and everything like that But we're we're just we're getting the consumer version of the report like the people that are working on it at the highest level where you have to go to their office and sign non-disclosures and shit like that like like I went to um, The uh, Nvidia offices and when you go in there and they show you all your stuff you can't you're not supposed to like you can't like take videos of it other than the stuff they allow you to They'll show you some stuff, but they release their stuff very carefully. You can't give out the specifications of how they make their things, and because it's all there's a big technology race, that's constantly on. You just gotta sign non disclosures for any of these things. You know, when you do um, motion capture for a video game or any of those those things that people they make you sign all this paperwork and shit. It ain't that easy. So the people that are at the highest level of creating these CGI effects. We have no idea like how good they are right now. They're probably, they get better every year. So like if we could go to like one of those CGI labs that does shit for movies and see how good that stuff looks, I bet it'll blow you away.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's been happening for a while also. Yeah. I'm sure there's shit that we don't know about.
0: Well think about the movies that come out, right? Those fucking movies like Jurassic Park, the new Jurassic Park, which was insane. It's not, it wasn't a good movie, it was a kind of goofy movie. But it was an insane showcase for, like, full state-of-the-art <laughs> CGI shit that's available right now. Like, the dinosaurs looked incredible. Like, that took, like, how long did that take to make? Over a year, I'm sure. So that's the technology that was available when they first started doing that project. So, like, what is, whatever it is, two years ago, let's say two years ago, what can they do now? What can they do in five years? Like, to this? What are you showing uh, us, Jamie? this
3: popped off. This is called the climb. It's a mountain climbing oh, that you virtual do? reality thing. Oh, my God. You're, so, you have no
0: hand. Your arms are gone. Yeah, you
3: just have hands. It shows you. But uh, the way that they've... The scale on what you see when you get up to, like, climb the top of the mountains and the amount of detail they've put in here. So you can, like, put your face all the way up to your hand and see the stitches in uh, the gloves. Whoa. They look, it looks... I saw a little more of an explanation on it, but... Uh,
1: I, that seems like... Why would I want to do that for fun?
0: Well, i watched those YouTube videos, those crazy Russian dudes that do cartwheels yeah. on rooftops.
2: Yeah.
0: There's James, so many of those guys. Guy. Yeah, that one guy. James Kingston, I think Yeah, name. He's, he's so a... scary. Oh, he's terrifying. He just went
3: to Abu Dhabi <clears> on <throat> the top of the tallest building and was just climbing on a crane and doing handstands for fun.
0: Well, he also does leaps. He'll leap from yeah. the top of one building to the other. Like, he showed one. He's still in the corner of this building and leaped across the street and landed on another building. Like these guys are serious fucking athletes because even the way he's landing like he's he's like stiff-legged it and like planted himself He does nutty shit man But hey, we're talking oh, about I him. Can't watch this shit. How long before that guy becomes jello oh, one day, right? So he's yeah. looking across here. Is he gonna jump all the way? to <laughs> God. He climbed that thing oh, oh. dude, why <laughs> Oh my god, I can't
1: do
0: it. Oh my god, this guy's out of his mind. So, uh, James Kingston, what's the name of the video if people wanna watch this? Jump
3: oh, this Jumps insane gap to hang off 150 meter high south <gasps> bank tower crane.
0: He's jumping? Where's he jumping? Fuck he's jumping that. from here? Come on. No, 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 he's not gonna- Oh my god, he's gonna jump? What are you gonna, What is he gonna do here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't watch this. My feet are sweating. <sighs> yeah, I know. <laughs> there's,
3: there's some new drones that just came out recently that he's going to be able to make some way cooler videos than he's making <gasps> now, even. He he's
0: t- takes his fucking shirt off while he's up there, folks. He's going to leave it up there? Mm, he tucked it, just so everybody knows it's up there forever. Everybody knows he was really there if you want to go up there and retrieve his shirt go get it No, he's not gonna jump over to that other thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's hanging Look how sweaty my hands are Oh my god, he's hanging with one arm Fucker Jesus Christ, dude Oh my god, this guy's out of his fucking mind This is so hard to watch It's It's so hard Why is it so hard to watch when you're not there? Facebook Yeah, here's his Facebook, James L. Kingston. He's out of his mind, man. That dude's out of his fucking mind. But that's how we're talking about him.
3: Yeah, no, it's just like Alex Honnold. Oh, it's different. Hopefully he's getting paid for
0: it. It's different, I guess. I I don't know. I think they're both equally crazy. First of all, what he's doing is illegal. What Alex Honnold does is a sport, young Jamie. (laughs) I know, what Alex does is pretty nutty too, but you know, the climbing dudes, like the hardcore climbing guys, they fall into one or two camps when it comes to Alex. Either they revere him, or they, uh, they think he's a real problem, and they think he's going to die. Like, there was this one documentary they did about him, or uh, one of those pieces that they did about him, where they talked to this one old school climber who uses ropes and the whole deal, and he's like, it's not a matter of if he's going to die, it's a matter of when. And the guy was just like, being real negative about it. Which I don't understand is because when I watch a guy like Alex Honnold, I say, obviously, he knows the fuck he's doing. He's doing it all the time and he continues to do it all the time. So why do you assume that one day he's going to have a mental lapse and not be able to do it? Well, he can do it. Is he doing it? He's doing it, right? He's doing it. Okay. well, if he's doing it, he can continue to do it. Unless his hand breaks, unless he gets old, unless he stops working out. I mean, why why is he not going to be able to do it? Well, one day he's going to fall. Like, they, what are you, hexing him, man? Putting the fucking, the kibosh on him? What are you doing? You know, you, you don't know if he's going to fall. Like, what he's doing is very dangerous, but he might do it forever. He might be able to do it until he's 80 and then quit. He might know what he's doing. You know, I mean, he goes over those courses with a rope first. He knows he's got a path. Like, he doesn't just climb something and hope he could figure out how to get up. He goes through these things with ropes first. And then once he goes through the things with ropes, he sees his path, he marks it, and he goes.
3: Even, even still, I guess, like, what, why do they think it's bad that he might die doing it? Because it shows other people that, I don't know, a bad path to take? I don't, I'm not I do on why they think it's so bad.
0: Well, then <laughs> we should stop having NASCAR. Yeah, For a sure lot of things
3: you can do that'll kill you. Yeah, that aren't even that dangerous
0: Yeah, I was watching a girl yesterday on the fucking highway at night wearing sunglasses scrolling through her Facebook in the left la- in the left lane The far left lane people were honking as they're passing her. She didn't give a fuck. She's fat She's probably eating while she was driving too. <laughs> Big fat face looking down at her phone scrolling through her pictures just careless Careless American just uh, everything that would people, if they wanted to mock America, this was, she's probably looking at Kim Kardashian's Instagram. She had sunglasses on. She's driving with her big overfed face, and she's scrolling through, putting everyone around her in danger because she's barely paying attention. And she's doing the scroll lean. Here's something that people don't realize when they're scrolling: if they have their hand on the steering wheel and they have their phone, they do this, where they lean over towards their phone. So, like, if you look at her from behind. Uh, the first thing I saw, I'm like, why is this bitch going 60 miles an hour? I look it over, and because everybody else is flying by on the left and the right, and she's in the left lane. she's You see the glow from her phone, which is a big one, and then her head is like all the way over to the right side. So this bitch is like barely paying attention to what the fuck she's doing. <laughs> I mean, she was barely paying attention, and she had fucking sunglasses on, and it's dark out. The whole thing was hilariously American, and she probably had a Trump bumper sticker on.
1: I, I, I have a mount, so I just put my iPad Pro right in the middle. That's of gonna it.
0: move too. She's probably on her way to Ted Cruz's house She's gonna go fuck him. Oh, so do do today. Have you seen the documentary believe s- that hold on a second yeah. do you believe that do you uh, believe it? Uh, do you know what uh, we're talking about No. five women have come out or they've said five women Ted Cruz is having an affair with five different women first of all kudos because you know if you're gonna have an affair go deep Yeah, you know have a gang of them <laughs>
3: Yeah, you yeah, know they said that one one of them even works for Trump now. Perfect.
0: That's how you do it. You get, yeah. That's how you get in the deep into the enemy lines. You know, you gotta you gotta get a spy.
3: There's some other thing I was trying I was trying to read up on it. There, uh, there's been a lot of tweets over the last six months referring to this thing, the thing. It's in capital letters, the thing, mm-hmm. like hashtag the thing. I, this mate might be it what they've all been referring to the last time, or there might be something else secret hidden.
0: How about if Ted Cruz comes out, hashtag dick game strong? <laughs> I'm voting for him. I'm yeah. voting for him. Um, he's in. If he just owns up to it, he's in. Can you imagine? Hashtag dick game strong. Dick game strong. Bam. I fucking vote for him. I'll, reg- I'll be a registered public. I'll go to church. How about that? Just to vote for him. Why? Wouldn't you want our great? No, because I think the whole thing's a joke. I watched uh, Hillary Clinton yesterday on Jimmy Kimmel. Did you see that video? No. It's hilarious. Really? Jimmy Kimmel did a really fucking smart thing. It's very funny. He set up this thing where he had Hillary come on, and he told her about mansplaining, and he asked her if she knew what mansplaining was, and then she started to give her explanation, and he corrected her. <laughs> Of course. And so then he had her go up and give her speeches, and he told her how she probably should actually dress and how she should talk. And he, he, he basically mansplained his way through the whole thing. Can we play this or would this get us kicked uh, yeah, off of YouTube? Definitely. Probably uh, get us kicked off. Yeah, you should just watch yeah. it on Jimmy's yeah, channel. Yeah, well, yeah, just watch it on his channel. But if you can find the video, I, uh, I t- today is the 20, what is today? The 24th? What is today? Yeah. Yeah. I' um, 25th. Yeah. I, I tweeted it today, so if you get to the 25th and you find it on uh, it's fucking hilarious, so I don't have to play it. I, I want him to get uh, all the hits for it anyway. He's, he's, he's great. So great. He's great. He's, I love that guy. And it, it, the way he did it is just so fucking brilliant. Nobody else would have the balls to do that. Like he, he did it all like fake dick-headedly, but since you know he's a nice guy, he can get away with being a fake dickhead, it was great. It almost made her likable.
1: Not quite you're not feeling the burn.
0: I feel the burn more than I feel anything else Yeah, I like Bernie and I've said this before because of social stuff I think what he represents socially will be a good like uniting of our country I think it'll help us. I think uh, what Trump what he represents socially is the thing that disturbs me the most like when he says things about like Mexicans and that kind of shit That's that that to me is that's the dumbest part about what he does And the people that react to it, like they go rah rah, they get all fucking rah rah about that kind of shit. That's the worst aspects of our culture. We got lucky as fuck. We got lucky as fuck to be born in America. You could say what you want about where you live, and you might love Iceland or fucking Sweden or wherever you are right now, and you're listening to this. And that's, I bet you're right. I bet you're right. I bet you're, what you, where you live has great, great qualities. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with where you live but what I'm saying is the difference between being born in America and being born in Mexico is fucking staggering it's a giant fucking difference as far as the opportunities you have as far as like the chances of you being able to you know like get a great job and be able to support your family like people aren't sneaking into America because it sucks They're sneaking into America because they got a shitty roll of the dice and they got born into a poor family in Mexico Which is connected to the richest nation in the world today. It's that simple. You and I got lucky as fuck We all did and so for a guy like Donald Trump He doesn't recognize that shit like you should that should be the number one thing that he says If you want to keep America great and you want to make America great again and everything like that We all we're all down with that but you, you can't talk shit about Mexicans. You can't talk shit about them all being rapists, murderers. The, the sheer numbers of people that come over from Mexico that are great, that don't do anything, that, that are just trying to work and trying to feed their families. Well, they're doing it illegally. Yeah, because a lot of other people have done it illegally too. And you know, and they send back money and they, send, they realize there's job opportunities here. And Donald Trump's fucking own companies employ illegal aliens. His wife came from another country. I mean, the whole th- hilarious, that was, dumb. Mitt Romney had a hilarious joke. You hear what he said? He said, uh, it's, uh, so there's some jobs that Americans won't take. <laughs> 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 and that's why Trump had a wife. from him to get it. That's hilarious. You know, that's the, that part disturbs me about him. But, uh, the rest of the stuff, I like some of the stuff he does. I think he's hilarious.
1: I'm pretty sure he's going to win just because I know for sure in 2020, it's going to be Trump versus Kanye. The way our uh, world is going right now, nah, that's going to happen.
0: That's not going to happen. He's not really going to run for president. Oh, yes, he is. That's a hustle. That's fake. That's a, how he sells CDs and what have you. And, but don't you think that's, that's where issues. we're going,
1: especially if Trump wins four no, years later? I think
0: we bounce back. I think we bounce back hard the other way. I think if Trump wins, what happens is you get someone like a Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson, who is without a doubt the best candidate, but nobody takes him seriously because he's an independent. He's, I mean, he's a legit former governor of um, New Mexico, did a fantastic job there. He's very open-minded, very liberal, very progressive, but also very smart, um, fiscally aware. Like He's got a lot of super positive qualities. He just doesn't want to be a part of that bullshit two-party system. And because of that, no one's going to take him seriously. But a guy like Gary Johnson could be a real leader and a real president. But to be a president is a fucking stupid job it's to be one person that's in charge of so many different parts of this country that it's insane i mean you have to be in charge of how much taxes we we charge people i mean that's part of your platform what's your foreign policy what's the military budget what's all these things that are like what's what are you going to do about healthcare what are you going to do about education what you, all of those things require fucking years and years and years of extreme study like you have to like really be immersed in each individual aspect of our civilization to, to even have a, a thought of how to fix it and correct it and change the system, whether it's taxes, whether it's the economy, whether it, well, all these different things require incredible levels of expertise and to expect that in all these different areas from one person, and then expect them to have uh, unique progressive ideas about uh, society and culture and, you know, and how we move past all of our silly differences about race and gender and, all, and, and sexual orientation. This person, this one person would have to be a master. They would have to be some guru from another planet. I mean, they would literally have to be some non-human. Because a human being can't have that many levels of expertise. Because to be an expert... In anything that's like super complicated, like finance, like God damn, those guys are studying it all the time. I mean, you might be able to be like a really good finance guy and also have a mean racquetball game or something like that. Is that your watch? It just
1: freaked me out. <laughs> what does it do? My security, my home security, just went off. So it, it vibrates. Someone's
0: broken your house? Nah, no,
1: it's just UPS guy.
0: Oh, they bang. That's shit. Yeah. I don't even know how to, <laughs> to turn it off. Throw it in the water. It's <laughs> probably the best move. Why do you want a computer on your wrist? You really like that?
1: Uh, it's cool. I mean, it's they just dropped the price a hundred dollars, so it's really cheap Wonder now. Wonder why? Yeah. Well, nobody it, it's, wants a
0: fucking computer on their wrist.
1: You know what's really it, what's cool? It's like when you're driving and somebody texts you, you just look over and be like, okay. Or you could just push a button and just reply. How
0: about just drive, you fuck? How oh, about man. just driving your phone? Boring. Exactly. That's why I listen to books on tape, man. <laughs> I listen to podcasts, don't you? You are a podcaster. You don't even listen to podcasts. Yeah, I know.
1: I don't listen to podcasts at all.
0: That is insane. Why? That's your part of your problem.
1: I, I the only time I ever listen to podcasts is when uh, I'm going on a road trip, but not like locally. I, I Every just,
0: day I listen to podcasts. Yeah, all all day long. I listen to history. I listen to history on fire. I listen to um, uh, hardcore history. Um, Danielli Bellelli's and um, um, Dan Patrick's. Dan Patrick
1: do you listen to guys we fucked no how is it I I, I hung out with those girls in South by Southwest or Christian it's pretty funny I don't know I didn't
0: Dan Carlin why am I saying Dan Patrick Jesus Christ because I was listening to uh, Dan Patrick today talk to uh, yeah Um, but so I listened to those guys Um, uh, Dan Carlin's the best at Hardcore History's insane Um, I listened to uh, some archery podcast I listen to some comedy podcasts, depending on what I'm into, you know? Occasionally I listen to Joey's, I listen to Bill Burr's on occasion, I listen to Ari's, I listen to Ari's a lot, I listen to Duncan's.
1: Do you watch Joey on Periscope? I mean, do you watch yeah. Periscope's?
0: I do, I, I watch Joey, that's it. That's so and great. sometimes I watch Brody. Yeah. But uh, I, in my car, man, I don't fuck with the phone. Yeah? No? Nope, I don't fuck with it. I put it down because it's dangerous as shit. It's just dangerous, and it's addictive. I know phones are addictive. So, I see people texting. I think we should all just make uh, an agreement, all of us. Just leave your fucking phone alone. When you're in your car, don't kill anybody. Because if you do, you'll never forgive yourself. If you wind up texting and you plow into someone and someone dies, some fucking kid dies, some old lady dies or something, you'll never forgive yourself. Just stop fucking with your phone. Stop looking down at it. Put it down and just drive. Like, it's the, the one time where you can just chill and just be involved in what you're doing, be present. Be mindful of what you're doing. I take this fucking thing and I throw it in the passenger seat. I don't even, I don't want it it in my lap. I don't want it in the center console. I don't want it. I don't want to look at it. Let's put it over there. I just think we should all do that. It's fucking scary, man. Watching that dummy yesterday driving with sunglasses on, the right-handed lean, scrolling through her Instagram, and like looking down, looking down, looking up, looking down, looking down, looking up. The amount of distance that you travel when you're looking at your phone, you're going 60 miles an hour, and you're looking at your phone for like two seconds, how many fucking feet are you going? Think about that. If you're going 60 miles an hour, think about that. One, two. That's a lot of fucking space you're covering, and you're not even looking at the road.
1: Yeah. I, I, I mostly bought this out for health Fitness the Itch, sensors on bitch, it.
0: Eat vegetables.
1: the fit the Fitbit. I had the Fitbit for a while, but it started fucking up all the time. So Really? The, I heard this is a lot better. So
0: I thought those Fitbits are the shit. That's what I hear.
1: Well, they're not waterproof, but they're water resistant.
0: And I think wait wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Really? Yeah. So How I, could you have something you exercise I just, in?
3: I got some of those uh, beats headphones yeah. that are supposedly really good. That you're supposed to be able to sweat in. These bitches? Just like those, but they're, yeah, just like yeah, those exact ones. Yeah, uh, the wireless ones. They break after you sweat in them too much. Shut yeah. the fuck and up. and I think the
1: Fitbit did awesome. Come on. The, 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 up.
3: the little button thing that came apart, so I had to super glue it back together, and the, the button stopped working after a while, and then they started working again a couple months later.
0: I had uh, to buy another
3: pair just because I needed some.
0: Yeah, I just gave these a try. I've been going wired forever. They're
3: good. Forever. I really like them, except they just, you can't sweat too much in them.
0: That's ridiculous. Yeah. I like the wired ones, but when you uh, lift weights and stuff, like especially kettlebell movements and things along those lines, you won the possibility of them getting tangled up or them, they get it bunched up.
1: Does that have a microphone on it so you mm-hmm. can use it for fun? Oh, that's yeah, great.
0: it's great for the phone. I love it. I love it for everything, man. Hmm. It's great. It's really easy. I like it. I'm a, I'm a fan. People tell me that it's not loud enough, but you know, it's. I don't want to blow my fucking ears out. I, I listened to music in the gym the other day and it was fine. It was good.
3: Pretty decent headphones, but this, from what they cost, they, shouldn't br- they should last five to ten years. Two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. Yeah, two hundred bucks, I think.
0: Electronics, man. I mean, you can't get them wet. It's just, you could, they can only protect so much, which apparently they've done an insane job with these iPhones. You can dunk these in a toilet for half an hour. Mm-hmm. How do I know this? <laughs> it's not someone else did it. But you can dunk it in the phone because, and the reason why, and this should piss everybody off a little bit, they made these waterproof because now you can turn them in Mm -hmm. and you can exchange them when you want to get a new one. So they wanted to make it so they didn't break. (laughs) So why didn't you do that already, you assholes? Like, why didn't you do that a long time ago? Because Samsung's had waterproof phones for years. The new
1: Samsung S7 is
0: waterproof. Yeah. Uh, What do you got there? You got the Note Note, Note, 5, Note 5. Those are dope, man. The difference between an Android phone and an Apple phone is almost indistinguishable now Uh, as far as, like, the ability... The phone's ability.
1: Yeah, if they could just work on the third-party apps, like yeah. Periscope sucks mm-hmm. on it.
0: Well, Instagram was real bad on the old version of it. Mm-hmm. I only use Instagram on, uh, on iPhone now, but uh, on the old version of it. But I still use a Galaxy phone for the, the studio line. The studio phone for, for guests and stuff, that's a, that's a Ting phone. That's, a, that's an Android <coughs> phone. I like it, man. It works great. It's smooth. It's easy to use, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't piss me off when I go online with it or anything, when I look at YouTube <coughs> videos or anything. But there's some stuff it just doesn't have, it's not as, which doesn't make any sense because aren't there as many Android phones now as there are Apple phones? I think there's more Apple.
3: There should be. It's pretty even if it's not one's just slightly over the other. Yeah.
0: But I would think by now they would have caught up. Like, everything would be caught up.
3: It's still, as far as the Android goes, it's still like it's, uh, a company will make a phone for like Samsung or Sony or just 10 different companies that can make an Android phone. Then they have to have the most updated version of the operating system. And that any update then has to go through the carrier to get through each of those. So you could have 4.1. Brian could have 4.3. Mm-hmm. I could have the new 4.5 or something. I don't even know if that's right. real.
0: Yeah, and, and then, then there's another problem. Yeah. The other problem is a lot of companies like uh, T-Mobile or any, they'll add their own bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then um, Samsung like will add their own bullshit on top of the uh, original Android. So if you want to buy just Android, like straight Android, you do it through Google, and you get that Nexus phone. The Nexus phone is really interesting because the Nexus phone, you pay Google. You don't pay a carrier like you don't pay Verizon or T-Mobile, you just pay Google. And so your phone works on everything. It moves around and they just rent time on everybody's network. I find that to be fascinating. So it uses both networks. It uses everything. Hmm. It uses everything. So wherever you are, apparently, make sure that's true. Apparently, that's how it works though. Like you you just pay Google instead of paying Verizon or instead of paying T-Mobile. And theoretically, it uses the best signal around all the time.
1: seems like somebody like T-Mobile would be like, nah, we don't want you to do that. Why would they do that? Because we make more money.
0: Maybe they wouldn't. I mean, I don't think they even, I mean, people don't even think of Google themselves as being a cell phone provider. Most people don't think of it. You think of Android, but most people don't think about buying their phone from Google and using Google as their, their service provider. Do they? I mean, I never heard. Chris Ryan told me about it, Doctor Chris Ryan from Sex at Dawn. Mm. And tangentially speaking, uh, he—that's what he's got. He got it that way, and Mm. he got it because he wants it to work everywhere. And when he's roaming, there's no roaming. His phone works in Indonesia, works everywhere. It's just—it just works.
1: It's how T-Mobile is, pretty much. You can go pretty much anywhere, and it just works. And like Canada, there's no extra cost. It's just no extra cost in Mexico
0: or nothing. No. That's how it should be. Yeah. But didn't they get in trouble for streaming, uh, for throttling streaming or something? No.
1: So they have this plan that's, uh they don't charge you for Netflix, for videos, or any music things like Spotify. So mm-hmm. all that bandwidth is free. It's all you can eat. So now it's been exposed or whatever. They didn't really hide it, but they said that the videos are downgraded to 480p, which is like... For your phone, a hundred percent fine. Like you're the difference between 720p and 480p on a whatever a four inch screen or five inch mm. screen, you're not going to notice the difference. So, but Verizon and AT and T made a huge deal about it. Blah blah blah. What's funny though is yesterday on uh, the owner's Periscope, the the CEO of T uh, T Mobile, it was shown that this whole time Verizon and AT and T have been downgrading theirs to 320p. <laughs> so they just got caught for like. Oh, that's even hilarious. having worse signals than uh, T-Mobile. So everybody does it. Everybody does. And, and it the big... seems
0: acceptable. It seems like an intelligent move yeah. to make sure that your stream doesn't get interrupted because it's not too much download and for no n- reason.
1: And Netflix is actually the ones behind it uh, who, who, who is downgrading it for mobile mm. because if everyone in the world had you know, 1080p for no reason, there's, right. you know,
0: there's no reason for it. Well, it seems like a massive waste. It's, you're looking at is. a phone. It is. I mean, if you can't, I mean, you're looking at a phone, but... I have to tell you, one thing I fucking love about Apple is um, Apple TV. Mm. Because I have Apple TV at home, one. and a buddy of mine, yeah, I got the new one, but even the old one was great, but a buddy of mine texted me a YouTube video of his show, so I, he texted me. So I click on the link, it starts playing, I press down on the button, and it starts showing on my TV. I'm talking about in seconds. Yeah. So I got this text, bang. He shows me an episode of his TV show. I put it on the TV, and I sit back on the couch, and I'm watching it in real-time stream on television. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Like, this guy just sent me a show. And it's playing right now from my phone to the TV, and it's perfect. It's in HD, and I'm watching it. And my mouth was—I was like, <gasps> "Yeah," I was, uh, my jaw was open. I was like, "I couldn't, I can't believe." Do you this. have the
1: new one yet? Mm-hmm. The, I love it because just using the microphone and being like uh, "Broad City" and it shows oh, yeah. you where it's on Hulu or Netflix, oh, and you just click on it. Well,
0: yeah, that, that it's new great. little scroll thing too—you mm-hmm. scroll with that top thing. It's yeah. like a touchpad. Dude.
1: except I'm always having it upside down, or it's in bed and I sit on it and it turns it off. It, there's cat, a lot of problems with that remote. Yeah, so. my
0: cat paused the uh, Walking Dead the other day. <laughs> Oliver, he's my cat is such a whore. Like when uh, when you sit on the couch, like it's like oh yeah, that's right. It's like a if you were a sleazy guy and uh, you know, like a girl said, you can stay over my house, but don't try anything. And you're like, yeah, I won't try nothing. Don't worry about it. And he climbed in bed with her and you took her, your pants off and you started like rubbing your a- dick up against her ass. That's what my cat's like. You're like, look, dude, I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to just watch TV. Okay. And he's like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. And he plops down next to you and he forces his head into your armpits and he, sh- he walks all over you and climbs on top of you. And he's like constantly. What, Jamie? I'm oh, sorry. I mean, it. what is this?
3: This is that Google. Uh, f- uh, network cellular network that you're talking about. You oh, pay, this is it. Pay them, yeah. Okay, it's called Google Fi.
0: Okay, and so this is what work, works with the net, the, uh, the Nexus, Nexus phone? phone.
3: Yeah, it's their phone, and then you pay them for one plan, and you pay for their data and their minutes and all that stuff. Ten
0: dollars per gig for data.
1: Five basics, twenty dollars per month. Fuck off. See, you you know how many gigs mm-hmm. I use a month?
3: It's I use like always, seven or
0: eight. Hold on, it's always ten dollars per gigabyte. Ten dollars.
3: It's just $10 per gig per month. $20 no, no for what. two gigs. Ugh. So if you're only using $35 for you pay three 50 gigs?
1: it's
0: ridiculous. Mm. Some people how much, don't use a lot, though. How many gigs do you use a month?
1: I think I use about seven or eight gigs a month. I'm around three, three and a half, maybe. Three and a half. I do a lot of Periscope and video stuff,
0: yeah. though. Oh, so that counts?
1: Yeah. All of it. Any
0: hmm.
3: Streaming you do, listening to music, unless you're downloading it from the servers and whatnot. That's interesting.
0: So do you have unlimited downloads, Brian? Like, how does I have your fan un- I have
1: a family plan, which is uh, unlimited data.
0: Unlimited? Yeah. That's T-Mobile. real?
1: T-Mobile. Yep. Unlimited? Uh-huh. Unlimited. I don't
3: pay for unused data, though. Huh? That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah,
0: you don't pay for unused data. Everybody's doing that. That's like what Ting does. Everybody does that yeah. now. That's so smart. This seems pretty expensive, though. Does it? Yeah. It says 32 bucks a month for two gigs. And Jamie just says he only uses three, so let's make it forty-two bucks. I mean, how a month. often are well, you that's Wi-Fi Without though. the you can, you twenty dollars, uh,
3: you can change your life without? a little bit. Oh, plus money. the twenty—that's just the data. Yeah.
0: Okay, so that would be twenty dollars plus the plus thirty. Well, he's that's, how come he's got thirty? That doesn't make any sense. No, because he's got twenty bucks plus two gigs, so he's yeah. got two gigs. That's twenty dollars, and then it's only ten, twelve dollars more than that.
3: And he got eight bucks back because he didn't use all his data. Hmm. See so if I used. 3.5.
0: You'll go to Brian. What's Brian? uses 7? Just crank it up to 8. Let's go to 8. Let's do 7 for fun. Let's go to 8. Just be
3: in case bucks. you're
0: cam 100 bucks a month. Which is f- well, that's fine. That's normal. What do you pay a month, Brian?
1: About 100 bucks. But so what two, the fuck are you talking about, man? two phones and I can use an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> but,
3: but this puts you on technically the best network possible at any given moment. Mm. And just I'll tell you what, goal.
0: though, dude. That Nexus phone is... Fucking sweet! That is a sweet phone. Still. Have you seen those? It's no iPhone. It's not. I don't know, dude. They're top of the line. You
1: can't beat this iPhone, man. Really? This the, the, the new
0: camera. The I don't everything know. The about- camera on these phones is just as good. See, but see if a, what is the comparison? Like Nexus Six. I've seen is good that?
3: comparisons too, so it's hard to argue it.
0: I'm pretty sure the people like uh, Unbox Therapy or what is that dude's name, Marcus?
3: Yeah, MKBHD, I think.
0: He's really good at that. Marquez, Marquez, he's really good at his breakdowns. Like he really knows his shit when it comes to uh, cellular technology and all the different components of cell phones. See what he thinks about them. I'm interested to try it though. Mm.
1: I mean just to see if it really is cuz that's one thing like I just drove for, uh, to San Jose and you know when you're going through the Grapevine I had zero service for like a good hour or so. Might and, be
0: everybody though.
1: No, well I was on a phone with somebody from Verizon and somebody from AT&T. Verizon was dead, AT&T though I was okay. Hmm. So it would be cool to see if I went through that with that service, if it just automatically went to AT&T or or if it really just chooses like Sprint.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Smartphone camera shootout Galaxy S7 Edge takes on the iPhone 6 Plus.
3: A comparison. They just do some side by side photos,
0: just photos. Okay, yeah. look at that. So see, let's code. see which one is that.
3: I think the Samsung is the one on the left, on the one on on top, I guess. And when I scroll over here, it shows you the iPhone version. Okay, oh, iPhone's better. Way better. <laughs> throw it away. <laughs> it's over. Yep. All right,
0: Conversation's enough. dead. <laughs> front facing camera. Let's see the difference. In the front facing camera. Which one is which?
3: Again, I think it's the Samsung's on the left.
0: Okay, it's over. iPhone's better. Conversation's over. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I use I use both every day. They Hold both on. have low light. Let's see this. When we're
3: doing these kind of comparisons, though, it's really hard to make these.
0: Wait a minute, who's that? Who's that? Low light.
3: Uh, this one should be iPhone. This should be Samsung.
0: Oh, well, Samsung's way better, but okay. we don't know
3: the uh, the photographer yeah. how well they took. Yeah, it. Yeah, but know. that's
0: the same. That's the same photo. Uh,
3: we're supposed to assume. Yeah, we're supposed to okay, assume. Okay, but under but, all
0: but the wait light. a minute. Samsung's bigger aperture really comes into play when you're taking photos in low light. These images were shot. Uh, in the dark back corner of a coffee shop, and both phones uh, struggled, but the iPhone fared worse. That's a big difference, man. Scroll back again so you can see the. That is way better. Samsung is fucking way better. Like that is such a vast contrast. Yeah, I I don't buy this one though because I use. I mean, the Note 5 is
1: one of the best cameras. The Note 5 is one of the best cameras uh, on a Samsung, and I use both of these every night. And while the this one does have good low light, it, it also is very blurry when you move it around. It's hard to get a really good shot.
0: Right, but that doesn't have as good a camera as the S7 Edge. The S7 Edge is the newer camera. Yeah,
1: newer by four months or but, so but it's newer but yeah but is was, it better
0: yeah they well, get better is, uh, <laughs> come on man you're well, doing chemtrail no no, no here. the new iphone you're se a has a works camera he's he doing chemtrail talk? a little
3: bit but i was trying to add like there's a there's certain things you can do when you're taking a phone in a dark situation to make it look a little bit better and we don't know if they're doing all that they can to make yeah, yeah. The, right, the picture it. yeah the picture right, looks the best they can let's your exposure and
0: let's stuff. see um this one here this
3: speed which is what's the difference shutter speed
0: well, they both look good. Yeah, it's, it's very... Which one's that? Is that Samsung? Samsung on top. That looks better. iPhone below. Samsung one looks better. But here's the problem. The angle's slightly different. Do it again. See? That mm-hmm. one you're going down more. That one you're up more. So that's
3: what I mean. The light changes every... Let me see. Get, do
0: it one more so time. Scroll back. Yeah. Pretty fucking close.
3: And it's really such a...
0: Uh, they should go way out of their way to make sure you have the exact same angle. Because when you don't have the same angle, it's hard to tell. Like, one of them, like, this one is way closer. Yeah. Like, why would they do that? It's really Which one is that? This is the Samsung? Yeah, Samsung on top. It looks pretty goddamn good, but that looks better.
1: Boy Genius Report, which is a pretty legit website, uh, they did a whole thing with the S7 versus the iPhone 6 Plus, uh, and they found that the uh, iPhone is still the best. Uh, It's... uh, Says the S or the six plus camera outperformed the S7 more often than not.
0: Mm. Yeah, it seems like it. It seems like only low light is where it really has it nailed. But goddamn, the differences like here, these are the differences that the iPhone seems to get things a little lighter and clear. See,
1: it's like here's another low light. This mm. is the s7 and this is the iphone and this is way better than this and this is a low light picture so again mm. it's just the photographer you can't really do this shit you uh-huh. could just have to have the camera and go yeah most of the time this way works well you way know better. what they
0: should do they should have like a double selfie stick mm-hmm. that faces forward and they press both of them at the exact same time and the exact same level the, the best reviewer would do that, do that.
3: yeah, yeah they the they best usually guy usually do that yeah
0: that's how they should do it they should have everything on a mounted platform That takes a photo at the exact same time, so that you know. But even then, one of them would be a few inches over to the side, Mm -hmm. so you'd get a a little slightly different angle. Yeah, yeah. But either way, they're both really good. Both
1: great. It's just it's just what kind of environment you have. Like I use all Apple shit, so it's easier for me. But if I didn't have Apple shit, I probably would use just a Samsung. Note yeah,
0: 5. Well, that's, like I said, my friend's sending me that video, and I watched it in my TV in seconds. There's nothing like that that exists in Android yet, is there?
3: Yeah, you could have a Google Chromecast. Oh, I yeah? I have that. Yeah, I have both set up. Or Amazon Fire Stick. I have that, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, what that means is, uh, like, I stick it into the USB. Is that how it works? Yep,
3: or the HDMI, actually, HDMI. on the back of your TV. Mm-hmm. And then there's just, uh, you download the Chromecast app to your phone, so that anytime you have a video playing, it gives you options. Is it just as good?
0: No. Eh, No, I I, I take
3: that back. I don't have an Apple TV, so I can't. I've never used that Apple TV's the
0: shit.
1: I have Chromecast. Uh, It works not as good for me. Like it really stutters a lot when you're playing stuff back, and you have to play it through Chrome only. So it's like,
0: oh, you have to go through the browser, yeah.
1: And a lot of times, like Apple is just way better when it comes to that, in my opinion. Well, Uh, the,
0: the the thing about the Apple setup was that it was instantaneous. Yeah, that was what blew me away. My friend was like, "Hey, check this episode out." I click it, and then it's playing. I'm like, "Whoa, this is nuts!" I mean, I'm telling you, from the moment I received the text to the moment I was kicked back on the couch watching it, it was more than no more than ten seconds. Yeah, and like, you this st- is
1: insane. And you could stream your whole your, your 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 whole entire phone to your TV, so you can yeah. sit there and just text while looking at the TV.
0: One clicking is so big, like Amazon one click. If you need something, oh, I'm out of printer ink. Let me just go here. One click, bam, and then one clicking on Apple Store. That's so big. Like, to be able to just click it and get it. Do you want this? Yeah, send me a battery, bitch. Boom.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get mad now that it's not same day.
0: I'm like, what? It's not same day? Send a fucking drone. <laughs> send a goddamn drone. Get over here.
1: Do you have anything that you, like, I, I have the subscription on certain items that I know I need every no, month. No, I don't do that. I do it. Butt wipes, uh, gummy bear vitamins. Do you
0: flush your butt wipes? Huh? Do you flush your Fuck butt wipes? yeah.
1: It's not my house. Those
0: things don't work. Yeah, I know you can't flush them.
1: They showed a special on it on yeah, some shows so the stupid day. They, they
0: make them so they call them flushable those fucking people should all go to jail. That shit is not flushable You're clogging pipes all over the world. They're causing millions of dollars worth of plumbing problems all over the world They're just clogging shit up with paper. That stuff's like a, it's like a thin synthetic paper You can't just it's not gonna. It's not gonna dissolve like toilet paper Either way, all those things are gross those toilets that we had in uh, Japan, Best. remember? That's what I have now. You're so lucky. I'm addicted. You can get one of those. You, you're always they buying the, they, they the ones.
1: They have the shitty ones at Amazon that just attach the top. of. Is that do, the kind you, you have? Or, or do to get it, you have it from
0: le- Amazon. You can get it online. Really. I'll tell you the company that I that, See Again, that I, I don't
1: own my place, so I'm not going to put a nice toilet
0: Dude, in my place. Dude, you get it removed when you leave. You hire someone to do it. They come over, they yeah. install it. And then you hire someone to take it out when you're gone. Seems like you just don't want to do that, right? Dude, (laughs) you get a nice, warm jet of water up your asshole anytime you want. so great. I have a bit about it now that I've been doing because it's true. Like, if you read some wacky tweets by me, most likely i got a jet of hot water shooting up my ass (laughs) when I'm writing that. (laughs) I do some ferocious tweeting on the toilet. When's UFC going back to Japan? Um, We don't have any plans. New York coming up first, right? Yes, when, we got approved the, in New York. Was that, that was part of Rosie O'Donnell's brother's gay fantasy. They don't. I don't think they have a card set, set up yet. The next big one is the John Jones fight, which is in um, that's in Vegas. That's a huge card. John Jones Daniel Cormier rematch. Dum dum dum. dum da, 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 da. That's a big deal. That's going to be insane.
1: There's a really cool documentary I recommend uh, called "Spy in the Pod." It's a, th- I think it's a three part BBC, uh, series. What mm. they did is they made these robots fish and like turtles and dolphins and they had cameras all over them, like in their eyes and stuff like that. And they swam with the dolphins. So the dolphins thought these fake robots were like a part, like, like friends or like another dolphin. And it's really cool how they got to go like really into like things that no one's ever seen before because you know, they, you know, it's just a robot. Wow, uh, and uh it's also really cool to see how other fish attacked, like the turtle and stuff like that, and wow uh, but see like that's a camera that's a, this is a fake turtle that's going around and that 's a fake fish it's It's really silly also, but it got really cool uh
0: there's dolphins catching flying fish in the air in their mouth, yeah, dolphin life is a ball they're just having a great old time out there in the ocean. Yeah. you see SeaWorld to say they 're not gonna breed orcas anymore, yeah. But that's so still, That's like, we're not going to breed our slaves. Our slaves are no longer going to make I'm any just babies. we find another way to buy them. Don't worry, y'all. Well, that's what got exposed yeah. by Phil. Mm-hmm. Phil Demers, when he was on the podcast, exposed that. He's like, SeaWorld, they're liars. They're getting their, their dolphins and their orcas from another company, which gets them from the wild. Like, that's how they got them. and For them to say we haven't gotten a captive sea um, an orca from the wild in 30 years, he's like, that's a lie. That's just not true. Yeah, they haven't gotten them from the, the wild. You're right. They haven't done it. They got somebody else to do it. Somebody else did it. They sold it to one organization, and then they got their dolphins from that organization. It's all fucked up, man. Those are, those are like people. They're like a, a water person. And they're just, they have a different way of existing than we do. But they're smart as shit, like, in some crazy way that we don't understand. The noises they make, we still can't decipher them. We don't even know what the hell they're saying. We have no idea what they're saying, but they know what they're saying. Like, how crazy that is. that? Like, they have a, a language that we have been studying. Like, John Lilly was studying that shit in the 1960s. And when Lilly was stud- studying it, what they were trying to do is they were trying to talk dolphins into making people noises. There's a Radiolab podcast about it. I think it's called Hello. And um, they were trying to figure out a way to get dolphins to make human language noises so that we could understand them.
1: Did they even have the voice box to do that? It no. Seem
0: like no, it. that was part of the problem. But they, w- they wanted to imitate it. But also part of the problem was they had this lady researcher. Like, Lily was crazy, for people who don't know. I mean, brilliant crazy, but crazy. Lily invented the, semi- the sensory deprivation tank. Lily um, also was this pioneer of interspecies communication. I mean, he was really, like, working on this dolphin thing long before uh, anybody thought it was viable. He was trying to figure out how to communicate with dolphins. And one of the methods that he came up with, he set up a sensory deprivation tank next to a dolphin tank, and he would take acid and climb in the sensory deprivation tank jacked up on acid and try to, like, th- sense thoughts through the water and listen to them talking and see if he could decipher them. And apparently, he had, he had some Jesus. anecdotal success or he kind of understood what they were doing. But who I mean, he's fucked up on acid. Who knows right. what he's actually seeing? But the woman that he was with, um, this is the interesting part about it, she, the woman that was part of this experiment, she lived in this place that they created for dolphins and the place that they created for dolphins was they had this um, like living room set up and they had water in the living room and these dolphins swam around or this dolphin swam around in this water with her and it lived with her like her bed was in the water so she would like get out of bed and step down and she'd be in waist high water and she'd walk around like that well the dolphin's in this area and the dolphin gets horny and it's a big distraction. So what she decides to do is start jerking the dolphin off.
1: <laughs> Just like that guy that got caught last week. That, you hear about this? No. Yeah, this happened last week. And, of course, every time there's any kind of news with dolphin sex, everyone tweets me. So thanks, Dolphin guys.
0: sex abuse whistleblower calls out aquarium for jerking off sea mammals. Why is that a bad thing? There's nothing wrong with that. So this lady, what, what her description of it was, was like it was a physical need that had to be taken care of before they could go back to doing the work. Like this dolphin was like so distracted. What are you doing over there?
1: Uh, I was looking up that story.
0: <laughs> still looking it up after he put it on the screen?
1: Uh, yeah, he he, cut, he just pulled it up.
0: Um. So she. You know, she was like, this is just a reality of being a, a, a living thing with a sex drive. Like, we have to take care of this, otherwise, it's going to distract them. But that shut down all the research. And then they found out about Lily doing acid. And he was also big into ketamine. He would shoot ketamine intramuscularly and get into the sensory deprivation tank. Guy was out of his mind. Just some of those guys, especially back then, um, when people didn't really know what the fuck ketamine was. You know, they didn't understand what this guy was doing. And this is the acid days. Like, acid wasn't even illegal back then. This guy was doing all these wacky experiments, and he was so far off the deep end, like, so far removed from what most people knew about psychedelic drugs, that he he was just out there on the furthest fringes. And now, just to this day, people are still trying to figure out what the fuck he was doing. Still trying to figure out how far he got and what, you know he was a He was a real crazy man, like Lily um he was the the motivation behind that movie "Altered States." That was all about Lily mm-hmm. because Lily was a scientist, and you know then he was taking all this crazy shit and people were like, whoa, whoa whoa, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like you're taking some crazy psychedelic drugs that we don't even really understand. He's like, "Eh, whatever, dude." He's <laughs> like, "Leave me alone. We'll go hang out with dolphins, and we just take this stuff." But the, uh, the Radio Lab podcast is really interesting because it's, it's weird how hung up people get where it, as soon as it becomes about sex, like if the dolphin had any other needs that had to be met, like maybe dolphins have a, a certain amount of hugging that they have to have on a daily basis, like maybe their unique requirements are that they need to be caressed on a daily basis otherwise they get sick. If people just climb in the tank with them and caress them, no one have a problem. But it's caressing his dick. They were like, no way. That's where you draw the line. Like, we draw the line there because we're ashamed of sex. We're ashamed of our sexuality. So a scientist who addresses sexuality the same way we would address food, shelter, warmth, like, as a physical need. She addressed it as a scientist, not confined by the constraints of our culture and our ridiculous civilization. She just thought about, okay, we got a problem here. Let's take care of this problem. And then we could try to get this thing to say hello." And everybody's like, "We're shutting it down. You're jerking off dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> Does, uh, is there hello.
3: any like John Lilly assistants that are alive or yeah. working? and
0: that woman's doing alive?: that stuff? The woman in the Radio Lab podcast, she's still alive. Yeah, there's a few of them that are alive. Um, Todd McCormick has John Lilly's sensory deprivation tank. He's got one of his. he was a part of uh, the early Samadhi company. My, uh, my first sensory deprivation tank was a Samadhi. That's the one I wound up giving away online. Remember we made that video mm-hmm. and we gave it away? This is when I found out about the Float Lab. Float Lab's pod their, their pods, their uh, sensory depth tanks are just so much better. There's two companies that really fucking kill it right now. There's a float lab which just kills it. They make the best shit. Everything is state of the art, state of the art uh, decontamination of the water, ozone, all that stuff. And by the way, I have zero like connection with them or any other sensory deprivation tank. I don't have any business. I'm not. I'm, I'm not selling them. Although we have talked to. Um, there's another company in uh, in Austin. What is it? Zero gravity. Is that what's called in Austin? Make sure it's that. They have. A dope tank as well, and we've thought about, um, we've we've talked about it. The Onnit company of releasing an Onnit tank, or being involved in some sort of high-end tank. Because what this guy is doing in Austin is uh, Kevin is his name. Zero gravity. Uh, Kevin is doing it with. Um, he's using like boat hulls, like the uh, the same companies that make. There's Kevin right there with the long hair. Look at that fucking. <laughs> Goddamn hippie. Come float with me, bro. Um, he's a great guy, by the way. Super nice guy. But his his tanks are... They're right up there with the Float Lab tanks. And what they're doing is, instead of having a lining... Like, the Float Lab uses this super thick lining. Oh, cool. That's what it looked like. Similar to what the Float Labs look like in a lot of ways. Like, they're just real heavy-duty. Um, float Lab uses a, a lining that they use when they make koi ponds. That real thick rubber lining. So... That was a big problem with the Samadhi tanks was that the lining would burn out because uh, occasionally you'd get like a hole in it and then some water would get through and it would get on the heating element and it would short circuit and burn through and then it would flood. That happened to me. My my basement got flooded. Yeah. So this guy's figured out a way around that. No lining at all. And instead they use a um, like the same sort of manufacturing principles that you'd make a boat out of.
1: Why is it so tall?
0: So you can stand in it.
1: Oh. Why do you want to stand in it?
0: Because you can lie in it, and then you have to duck when you get out, or you can just stand up and walk out. Okay. So they just made them taller. Also, you get more air in there. Yeah. The Float Lab ones have buttons that you can press that circulate the air. Like mine has three different speeds. I can have a little bit of air, a lot of air, or it just blows like full blast, or it could shut it off. So you could circulate some air inside the chamber while you're in it. Most of the time, I have that off, but you can turn it on. It also helps to cool your body off a little bit because sometimes you can get a little sweaty. Like, it's hard to get the. T- Shut that fucking phone that. watch <laughs> nonsense off. Take it off, man.
1: I just.
0: Figure that out. You can't. It yeah. can't ding every hour. That's just retarded. Have par- you haven't done off. the. You, uh, you have a, it. Yours just dinging every hour like a clock.
1: No, that was my alarm system, again.
0: You're at,
3: exactly at four o'clock. You haven't done the music or visuals in it yet, have you? No, 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 no. Are you interested a, in trying that or doesn't, is that too much?
0: No, it's interesting. I just haven't gotten down to their place. I only no. use the tank that I have, but oh, if okay. I would definitely try it. What he's done with the music thing is figure out how to way to have these floating waterproof speakers that are right next to your ears. And they literally make the water vibrate. So you feel music in your feet, in your skin, you feel it in your balls. Like, you feel the music in the water. It's supposed to be incredible. It's supposed to be, like, some real next-level shit if you're
2: barbecued.
0: I mean, you
3: don't even really need that. Those with <clears throat> binaural beats, I would imagine you can get some interesting oh, yeah. stuff.
1: Didn't you just yeah. get frozen the other day, Jamie? You yeah, went I did. to the crypto thing? I tried it. How it was, was an, it?
3: it? It was great. It was cool. Jamie went deep. Uh, it was a bit like what I would expect.
1: Is it, it th- torturous? Does it feel like torture? No. It feels like it would be tortured.
3: No. Uh... I was just playing a mind game with myself. I only went for two minutes, and they played music, which let's helps. Let's go do it, man.
0: I, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind it's doing true. that. It's, all it's, right, it's let's do it. Like we'll do it right after this.
3: It's just a, like a little mind game. <clears throat> They're playing Led Zeppelin, so I, like you know, there's music, yeah. And it's it's only two minutes, so you know it's not a full song. So you're just <sighs> like, all right. It sucks for the first 30 seconds. You don't even know what you're expecting. And then it's like, all right, I'm here. I'm here. This
0: is cool. Well, like Rhonda Patrick was saying, over. your body gets used to it. So like when you're doing it, you did those two minutes felt like an eternity. Mm. After a while, three minutes feels pretty easy. You just, you just sit, stand there. But
3: no more than three, right? That's like the max. I've
0: done 320. That's the most I've ever done. Oh my God. Three minutes, 20 seconds. It gets hairy. Those last twenty seconds get a little hairy. Is there any part of
1: your body that acts, does something that you've noticed, like those, like your butthole f- fr- free shut, or does it, your dick no. hole like
0: kind of? No, nope. no, your legs shake. You legs shake. Your legs start shaking.
3: It wasn't as cold as I thought it would be. Honestly, I thought it would be unbearably cold. I've been in cold situations before, and it's just as cold as any yeah. time you've been really cold. Do, do well, you see, get
1: sick balls? Like, do they get the tight? Or you know what I mean? Like Sick balls? Like when you're, your yeah. balls are... You're talking
0: right. about your testicles? Yeah. No, you're wearing underwear. But your um, what happens is your body at first is like, holy shit. And it doesn't feel that cold, but it feels like, oh my God. But you can stand it. Mm-hmm. But after a couple of minutes, it reveals itself. I bet, yeah. And you hit three minutes, then it reveals itself. <sighs> you're like, oh my God. Like it reaches a level of cold like where your body can't keep itself warm anymore. <sighs> and your body also, your blood is retreated. Your bud's retreating to your core to try yeah, to protect I was, your. I was dancing organs. the whole time.
3: Like just side to yeah. side, sidestepping.
0: Do you, yeah. you have a
1: sensor on or no. any way that they're detecting your heart rate to make sure no. you're not like.
0: you're. you're right there. They could see you through the glass and you could always leave anytime you want. You walk out the door. The door's right next to you. It's not hard to open. Just push it. You stand out. Hmm. The, the problem with uh, hmm. it is if you touch the walls, you could definitely get some frostbite. You got to oh, make sure you don't touch shit. the walls, you got to stand in the center. Don't don't touch anything with your with your skin because you know you, it's not a lot of room to move and it's two hundred seventy degrees below zero. Wow, that shit's
3: no joke. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it could be scary. You're probably building yourself up more than like it's like a haunted house. Like it's not that bad when you it get. It's through.
0: not that scary, dude. It's freaky.
1: I just don't like being in situations where what if this door accidentally breaks and it's, they have to open it in ten minutes or I die.
0: You could open it. It's not hard, man. It just pushes. It doesn't have a knob. Just pushes shut and closes. It's got a little handle on it. It's not even like
3: being in a cooler at a restaurant. Oh, it's, it's not way less. That's than what I'm that. thinking. Yeah, oh, okay. it's
0: super easy to open. Yeah, it opens pretty cooler, easy. Yeah. It opens easy, but it's really weird. But afterwards, man, you feel amazing. Didn't you feel great?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I felt. I, I honestly, I I'm not sure if it was. I drank coffee later that night, but it kept me up. Like I had way more energy than I usually do okay. on a given day. Yeah.
0: Well, with. Dr. Patrick said it's epinephrine, mm-hmm. and then your brain produces it, and also cold shock proteins that produce all this anti-inflammatory response. And the way it makes your brain feel is very interesting. The way it makes your whole body feel, like you feel great. Like, after you have to get out of there, you're like, whoa, yeah. god damn, you feel good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the physical benefits of it, I think— I think for anybody who like works out and lifts weights and d- does anything where you're, you know, you have soreness and inflammation, and apparently for people that have arthritis, it offers a lot of a lot of help, a lot of assistance for people that have that. I just fucking love it.
3: I've never taken an ice bath though, so I don't. I it's don't supposed to be just as good or better. That, yeah. Shop it's, says it's better. I don't think ice baths are really uh, easy for a lot of people just to do, because mm-hmm. you'll know, just have it at the gym unless they have a hole in their spot like they're starting to have for cryotherapy for everyone to have an ice bath, but.
0: It's 15 minutes, too. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do. Sometimes people do 20. Schaub says it's better. He says the ice bath gives him like more relief than uh, the tank. And also, uh, Wim Hof said the ice bath has some benefits the tank wouldn't have because you learn how to breathe in those 15 minutes. It's a long time, as opposed to like the three minutes. Like the the the, the cooling tanks, the, the cryogenic chambers, when you get in them... Right as they start to suck, it's over, hmm. but when you get that ice bath, I think that sucks from the jump, and I think learning how to calm yourself in the suck is what's uh, what it's all about like there's a you get the same epinephrine, I bet maybe you get more because you're in that tank for a long time with that icy water you're in there for twenty minutes, so who knows you might get a bigger burst of that epinephrine, and from people that have done it, they say that it's more relief from like soreness, like Brendan swears that's more relief and Makes sense to me. I haven't done it, so I can't comment. I should probably do it just so I know the difference. I should probably do it. I should probably have a a good workout, like lift some weights or something, and then go do it and see if it... Periscope it. Yeah, maybe I should. Yeah, I probably should because I do the tank so often. I should probably know. But I, I know that the first time I started hearing people talk about how good you feel when you get out, though, was when people were doing the sensory deprivation tank. I never heard about people saying they felt good When they got out of the ice bath, they were like happy it was over. But I don't remember people saying they felt good. I wonder if it requires like a certain temperature you experience. She probably already talked about this and we forgot it. Right. I
3: would imagine she hit a a temperature in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She, She has too much fucking information. I can't keep up. She does it with no notes either, by the way, folks. She'll have like a notebook that she never looks at and she's rattling off all that information with no notes. She's like one of the few people that I've ever met that makes me feel really fucking stupid, uh, you know?
3: I think I asked her three times separately after that podcast, like, okay, please explain to me, like, I'm yeah. five, this sauna thing. Yeah. I'm doing it right, right? 15 right. minutes is good. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you're okay. But
0: There's a few people that I've talked to where I feel, like, really fucking stupid while I'm talking to them, where I'm just trying to, like, like uh, what is it like on your planet? How do you time travel? What do you know about us? And did you create us? (laughs) Your questions are valid. I will answer them now. Um, Who else makes me feel that stupid?
1: Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, he
0: makes me feel that stupid. Uh, Peter Schiff, he made me feel pretty stupid. Um, You know who made me feel pretty stupid? I still don't understand what the fuck he said. Was that physicist dude? Amit Goswami? Yes. Yeah. Dr. Goswami. Man, to this day, I will I will put on that podcast just to try to like grab it, try to figure out what he was saying. He was talking about like he was all is, is he a quantum physicist? Is that how you would describe him?
2: I think they string theory. Quantum
0: theory and string theory and whoa man, that stuff is like, hold the fuck on. What are you even saying? Like that stuff is so far out the deep end as far as like how to grasp it. You hear that guy describing things and you're like, What? Huh? Yeah. yeah, he's a little too smart. He's cool, and he doesn't give a fuck. He'll wear a hat with a tie. It's one
1: of his kangaroo <laughs> hats, right? It's like <laughs> Run DMC Kangol. shit.
0: Kangol, I yeah. mean, this guy's like yeah. giving a speech at a college, and he's got a fucking like a sock hat on. <laughs> I mean, what a weird hat to have as a professor. But I think those dudes—they don't give a fuck. Like their version of reality is so—it's so—it's. They're looking at the universe on this almost impossible to measure level, and there's only a few of them that understand the mathematics involved. When they start drawing all that mathematical stuff for um, quantum theory, when they start drawing on those yellow legal pads and they sit in a park and do it, if you left that there... And you gave the next 400 people a million dollars to tell you what it is. No one's going to know what the fuck that is. You could write in Japanese. And you could say, uh, if someone can read this, you get a million dollars. Someone's going to show up almost immediately and read that. There's a lot of people that speak Japanese. There's very few people who understand what the fuck those guys are writing when they're writing all those crazy numbers and letters and squiggle lines. And I watched Brian Cox, and um, I forget who the uh, other scientist was. But uh, when I did Brian Cox's podcast, he's another one that makes me feel stupid as fuck. Maybe the stu- <laughs> these guys were talking, they were talking about like those equations and they were talking about gravity. And I was like, what are you, what are you even doing up there? Is that real? Like, you know, you have no idea. They're making these squiggles and all these lines And to them. It's like, of course, of course. Don't forget the little squiggle with the A, like that kind of shit.
1: I didn't know you had a
0: podcast. It's hilarious because they enjoy doing it too. Because it's like a cool little language that they know so few people know. Like the language of that complex, those equations. It's like almost it's like some crazy foreign alien language. Like that, only a few people know how to speak. Like they're doing all these equations and trying to prove that at its smallest level, the universe is made out of something that's like strings. And they vibrate at different frequencies. And that's what creates matter. And what? What? What what are you guys talking about? And then they start talking about subatomic particles and how they react when being viewed or not viewed. And what the fuck are you saying? You know? I mean, uh, that's why that guy doesn't give a fuck. He'll wear a sock hat. Like, who cares? This is all just strings. Like, you guys don't even know this. You don't even know what you're involved in. You guys are playing this this game. You know, you're, you're sitting here wondering if it's going to be Donald Trump or Ted Cruz for the Republican nomination, and every the the balance of the country is a, this guy is studying strings that we can't see.
1: Maybe they're the biggest bullshit artists, and we're just so confused that we don't question
0: them. Like, yeah, <laughs> if, if they all decided. To uh, keep their mouth shut.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's been going on forever. (laughs) Like, Einstein created this, like, hey, I figured out a way. We don't really have to have real jobs. We just talk crazy shit about strings. It is.
0: Anything's possible. Mm. But I have a feeling that's (laughs) uh, not what happened. I have a feeling. Because they're teaching it still. It's not like, nope, no more. We're just going to. It's between you and I. And that's it. No, it's going to die with us. No, they they teach it. You know that those high level equations and that kind of physics and stuff, that's available at universities at the highest level. So it's got to be a real thing.
3: What if they? I don't know. <laughs> just to argument's sake, what if they found one of those things to be wrong? And they have to stop teaching it and teach the right thing. Which has happened since we've been in school. You know, they've taught the, us things that they found out weren't true.
0: Okay. Yeah, but that's because they get new data, and part of the reason why they get new data is because they're going over these equations. Sure. Man, it's it's part of the whole idea that's so supposedly so beautiful is that knowledge is like self-correcting. And when more knowledge comes about, when we learn new things and we have new discoveries and we have new information that we add to it, and it sort of changes the view of how we're looking at things, like it's self-correcting, you know? It's it becomes a problem if someone's resisting it because they don't want to appear that they were incorrect all these years That's that's a giant problem. And that's an ego problem that humans have Humans they they just have that problem even if they were You know teaching to the best of their ability You know they're doing an amazing job with what information that they had if something comes out that contradicts what someone's been teaching Boy they fucking resist the shit out of that. It becomes a problem like archaeology a little bit Seen it with uh, some of those uh, Egypt guys, like as they try to uh, introduce the possibilities of civilizations that were very complex and building giant stone structures like deep, deep into our past, like fourteen thousand plus years ago. When they started, when all more, more this evidence starts coming out, they're still resisting the idea that Egypt is older than than what it is. Mm-hmm. And this is guy John Anthony West. I know we've had him on. That guy, if you haven't heard this subject before, and you're not interested, or you, you're uh, you're not educated about uh, Egypt and its history, this guy's got this insane documentary series. It's it's I mean obviously, it's um it's a DVD and it's only uh, an hour or a couple hours long. There's six of them though, and it's a, it's a whole series of them. I mean, the way this guy did it is so good he's so good at explaining it and he's so passionate about Egypt and he's so passionate about the architecture and showing like how much complexity there is and it's six fucking hours or more than six hours, six DVDs, right? Is that what it is? is Mad- each one an hour? Magical Egypt. Is yes, that like that's it. Yeah. I think he's got a magical Egypt too, that he just came out with too, but this guy is just obsessed with Egypt and he knows so much about it. But well, some of his, uh, evidence that they tried to um, show to these archaeologists to open up the possibility that we're not just looking when they're looking at Egypt they're not just looking at one civilization that was advanced that was making these incredible structures you might be looking at like several generations that are separated by thousands of years like this might have been an area where there's been like a, a one construction style that went on for thousands of years and they had another one after that it might have been New people, like, took over. Like, there's, like, a lot of, like, crazy shit happened in Egypt. Like, the face of the pharaoh is apparently an African face. And that's after the Nubians conquered um, that part of Egypt. So what happens when the Nubians came up and conquered Egypt, they decided to take that sphinx and carve an African head into it. So they made the pharaoh, whoever the pharaoh was at the time, some bad motherfucker, dude. He's the ultimate pimp. He turned the lion's face like, yeah, that lion that's been here for about 10,000 years, dog. Man, I think my face would look better up there than that lion. They had had carved his face into a giant existing statue. And the existing statue might have been there as long as like 10,000 B.C. Like they think that statue might be old as fuck. And that this guy carved his head into it, like, way after it had been made. There's all sorts of cool evidence about that, too, man, that people are reluctant to consider. Some of it is these fissure marks and these canyon walls that's only been created by, only could have been created by thousands of years of rainfall. And there's this guy from Boston University, Dr. Robert Schock, who started proposing all these ideas. If anybody's ever interested in this kind of stuff, Magical Egypt is the shit. I'm telling you, it's amazing. I, I watched nothing but that for months straight. I watched it several times. So good. Dude, they were so advanced. Fuck. I mean, they were making some crazy shit. Even if they're right, even if the Egyptologists are 100% correct, that's we're still talking about 5,000 years ago, 4,500 plus years ago. We're talking about like 2,500 B.C., and they were making some insane shit. So even if John Anthony West is wrong and it all comes from the same era, it's still in fucking insane how much information is available right now we could see like how mathematically complex these structures were and these people are doing this and they're making these immensely complicated structures at the very earliest or the very mo- most recent 2500 BC. Fucking crazy. I mean, that's crazy. And they think the African face is even more recent than that. This dude came along and just jacked that town and put his fucking face on the lion. I hope that happens
1: to the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> if, what if our Statue of Liberty gets blacked out?
0: It could. If Kanye becomes president, yeah. he'll demand to be the new face on Mount Rushmore for sure. Totally. 100%. 100%. Right? 100%. Kim also. She'll, she'll want to be on that as well. And that's when we'll know that the human race is a giant failure. It just didn't work out. <laughs> we got too capable before we got smart because the, the really capable people, the people that have figured out how to allow us to manipulate matter and exchange information, the people that earned that, they were super, super intelligent. But then they took that and they gave that power to us. They gave it to the masses. Hashtag dick game strong <laughs> See what they did what they did was they they made something that we don't deserve We don't deserve this. It's too good. It's too crazy I mean, it's like we're not ready for this level of power and That's what's happening
1: a Hashtag's is gonna find a way onto our currency at one point pretty soon It's gonna be so. like hashtag dick game strong hashtag, Kanye or something like that
0: hashtag feel the burn <laughs> That's out there, right? Hashtag uh, make America great again. Is that what Trump is? What is his? That's a lot of letters to give up on a a 140. (laughs) You know, (laughs) out of 140, you want to keep America great again or make America great again? It's too many hashtags or too many letters, right? Mm -hmm. Too many characters. Who are you voting for, Brian?
1: Burn, man, like Bernie, all the way. I, I just think he represents common sense, and that's yes. the, that's the one thing that I like about him. He just seems like a normal person talking, like you're talking to R E
0: or something. I, I agree, I agree, and I also think like the fact that he's not taking money from banks. Like, you know, when he was asking Hillary to give a transcript of the speeches that she gave when she was getting paid a quarter million bucks to talk to these bankers. <laughs> I mean, that's a reasonable request. If you're going to be the president, that's a reasonable request. And he goes, you know, I'll tell you, I'll give you all the transcripts from when I spoke in front of those bankers because there are none. Yeah. He's good at it, man.
1: Do you see Larry David play him, uh, Bernie? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. It's some of the best. He, it's, they're identical
0: twins. It's crazy. That's funny. Larry David's a genius. I love did you see that uh, Gary Shandling died? Huh? Yeah. Did you see Gary? Sh- yeah. Fucked up, man. 66 years old. I'm oh, sorry. We were talking about it before the mm-hmm. podcast. What were you saying? That there was a limo that yeah, was at his driveway? I
3: seen a report on TMZ that said that he had missed. He had, like, was feeling sick the night before, called a doctor friend of his who told him like, yeah, he should probably go to the hospital tomorrow. He's like, okay, I'll go to the hospital tomorrow. So uh, apparently he had booked a car service to take him to the hospital, but before that car had picked him up. He had already had to call nine one one because he was distressed wow, and then collapsed sucks. before wow. uh, he went out. Went out to the
0: car, I guess, or whatever. Man,
1: yeah, that came out of nowhere. You know, that that was not I didn't, hadn't yeah. even thought about him being sick or.
0: I didn't know him. I only met him once. He's very nice when I met him. I met him at the comedy magic club. I didn't know him, but damn, oh, cool. he was funny. He was funny, man. That Larry Sanders show was a hilarious show, and that's the show that got Paul Simms started, who was the executive producer of News Radio and the creator of News Radio. He got a start in the Larry Sanders show. Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like it's awful and everything that he died, and especially you know, sixty six is not even that old, or sixty two. How old was he? Sixty six. Sixty yeah. six. You know, but I think. Um, I I would at least rather that, I think, than the Robin Williams thing. The Robin Williams one was such a bummer to me.
1: It's weird. We're living in a weird time where everyone we know is dying because all of the people that were TV stars and people that like movie stars like of our generation or so, Mm. you know, are dying. Like Robin Williams dead.
0: Are you kidding me? Nancy Reagan's dead. What the fuck? I thought I couldn't believe Nancy Reagan was alive. I I was like, Nancy (laughs) Reagan's alive? When she died, I was like, what? She just died? Um, yeah, man, there's been some weird ones. The weirdest one is one who hadn't died. It's uh, Burt Reynolds to me. Because when I was a kid, Burt Reynolds was Smokey and the Bandit. Like, he was so cool. I remember he would drive that Trans Am, and he had that mustache, and everybody wanted to be Burt Reynolds. He was always laughing and smiling, you're like, God damn, Burt Reynolds is the shit. Dude, those Smokey and the Bandit days, he was like the ultimate having a great time guy. Because he was always smiling. His movies, he wasn't getting mad at anybody. He always had that silly mustache. He's smiling and driving around his car and hanging out with Sally Field back when she was hot. Yeah. That was him all the time. Just great sense of humor and always smiling. He's a badass. They were great movies, man. Him and Those, Boogie Nights. Dude, <sighs> Burt Reynolds is the shit. And especially back then. He, he was the shit. Yeah. But um, there was an episode of that... Um, Garage, uh, gas monkeys. Is that what it is? Gas monkey garage. What's that? Fucking fast and loose, fast and fast and loud, fast and fast loud. And That's it. Yeah, the car show, fast and loud. They um, built one of those Transams. Like they had uh, one of those smoking the band of Transams. They were refurbishing it, and they met to meet. They went to meet Burt Reynolds, and man, he was just struggling even to walk. Like yeah. here, you can you could actually find it. Jamie just pulled it up, and you know, this, so these guys they showed up at Bert's yeah. place, and when he comes out, man, you see him walking and like, look at this, damn. Yeah, see, he's got a cane and he, he can he's all hunched over, like he's physically pretty fucked up.
1: Was he also in Cannibal Run? Yeah. So smoking the bandit was wow. I th- for some reason, I always thought those were the same movies,
0: dude. And he was awesome in his first movie or his first big movie, which is Deliverance. Dude, Deliverance was amazing, but see him here. Look at him. He's he's hurting, man. He's hurting. You see him walking, like to me, that's crazy. I'm looking at this and I'm like, how could this be?
1: Yeah, it looks like he's got a back injury or Dude, something. Dude, he's he's hunching. So, he's starting to hunch. He's
0: so hunched over. He's he looks so um, like just wounded and injured. You know, I mean, his whole body's just. I th- I always think of him as being. That fucking lively, happy guy. Time, you motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) Time, you evil bitch.
1: It's weird to think about, like, the people that just kind of fell off and, like, you completely forget about them now. Like, like, Tim Conway. Is he alive?
0: Brendan Fraser. Yeah. That guy from the Mummy Mm -hmm. movies? Yeah. Yeah. There's certain guys that are giant movie stars. And then they just say, ah. I'm just going to stop doing this. Well, the or war, society says it's going to stop buying your movies. One of those happens. Something.
1: Rick Moranis, how he just kind of like. He quit. Yeah, he just quit. Yeah.
0: He's like, yeah, I'm good.
1: You see David Letterman the other day? That picture of David Letterman? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like a
0: wild man like, on the top of a mountain. <laughs> He's going to find. I will find that Sasquatch, and I will bring back his head.
1: I could totally walk by him and not think that's David Letterman at all.
0: Smart, but now somebody outed him. Yeah. Fuckers. Shouldn't have outed him, man.
1: I guess if he throws his glasses on it will even look more. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you do he's got he's just gotta have uh he's gotta have a new look. So change it to red, make it all red, no one would know. Yeah, look at that. that if he dyed crazy. it all red crazy.
1: Yeah. He looks like somebody that would be in a fisherman or boat.
0: Well he had uh, some serious heart problem too, right? Didn't he have to have surgery?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I
0: think so. Something along those lines. Sorry, leave the show for a while. Yeah, he had some serious heart problems. That gets scary, man. Look at them out there jogging and shit. That's why I can't wait till our body
1: can warn us. Like, we'll have, like, like status like lights. Like your phone? Yeah, like, on my phone, like, I get this notification, like, you might be having a blood clot in your left leg.
0: Are you still doing that diet thing?
1: Yeah, I, I, I had that sickness that everyone has, that I think Jamie has now, where it was like a... Upper respiratory bronchitis, kind of yeah. flu thing. That, but mine lasted like three weeks. So
0: I had it for a whole week. Yeah, I had it for a whole. It might have been more than a week. It might have been two weeks because I had it for. I had it for a while, and then I worked out too hard, and then I got it again. Yeah, and I was and it like, came back this super is, strong. I was like, this is a deceptive cold. Like it's taking a long time to kick. Yeah, my voice is still kind of fucked
1: up. I, I mean, I just got done hacking up goobers for like a week. Yeah, so and, it's
0: not a good one. Yeah, so.
1: You so I, for, just, for almost a month, I haven't been at, to the gym since then because I still don't, like, maybe today I feel 100%, but I still haven't been, like, 100% for a while.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, man. When you start feeling shitty, it's, it's really important to give your body a break yeah. and let your body rehabilitate. Like, people, they have this idea of sweating it out. Maybe a little bit, like a little exercise will get your blood pumping, and they'll be, well, as long as you're not putting it under stress and strain, but when you start like thinking you're going to work your way out of a, a cold, you're just going to make your body sicker. Yeah. yeah. i just been sleeping. I, I just underestimated know. it. Whatever, well, I thought it was just a minor Me cold. Too. I'm like, I'm just going to lift a little weights here. But uh, the next day, I was like, woo.
1: And I had a little yeah. bit of almost every symptom. Like it came back where I threw up, like the flu. Zika.
0: You and- got the Zika virus. Zika. So, so don't get pregnant.
1: <laughs> My little head baby.
0: <laughs> Dude, like those poor little head babies are like Oh, the babies that get affected by it? Oh yeah. how dare you no, call them that. Well I thought you were saying you were a head baby. I didn't know you were talking about the babies no, born to the Zika no, virus.
1: But are they like going to be hundred yeah. percent brain functional? Like or are no, they I like don't gonna think be so
0: it's real dangerous. Apparently. You know, I, I don't know enough to really comment on it. Hmm. I don't know how much of it is um medically proven fact. But I think when women get pregnant and they have it, it's very dangerous. I think um, that's what people are scared of. I've heard people say they won't travel now because of the Zika virus.
3: I have some friends that wouldn't go to Florida because they were pregnant. They didn't. Too close and whatnot.
0: Hey, man. I mean, if it's true, I would feel the same way. I guess. I I mean, can you imagine how fucking guilty you'd feel if you're like, no, fuck that. I'm getting my party on. You know, I'm, (laughs) I'm going to Miami, bitch. And, you know, you're like just showing a little bit. You're like, I don't give a fuck. I'm here to put... It's my last night, girl. You'd feel so awful. What a fucked up virus. A virus that ruins the baby.
1: Now, if she fucks a Hawaiian guy, the head will be fine, right? If she has the Zika virus.
0: A Hawaiian guy?
1: Or... (laughs) Or somebody that's into the, into steroids.
0: Someone with a larger head? Is yeah. that what you're trying? I think you mean Polynesian. Polynesian. Right? Like Samoan is what you, need, you mean. <laughs> Samoan would have been a good example. Yeah, I don't know what but, the fuck you were talking about. I'm like, Hawaiians <laughs> are normal-sized people. Uh, I guess you're right. I mean, there's some big Hawaiians, like The Rock, you know? Yeah. But like... um, Samoans are giant. Okay,
1: people. so if a Samoan fucks some a woman with his like uh,
0: virus, will they have a normal size? Yeah, box? it would be a normal no, size. I don't think it works that way. I would like to see. I think Samoans just have better brain structure. I mean, jaw structure and like head structure. They have a more sound frame to hold the brain in. But uh, I think the fucking brain shrinks, dude. Hmm. I think it's some real issues. You just right? said the
3: Rock, you made me think of it. You know, he's making the Baywatch movie right now. Yeah. Uh Zac Efron's in it with them. Have you seen the pictures of Zac Efron going around? Right, we've no, been talking about it all well, day. I haven't been. But what about is him? This, is that steroids? Do you think?
0: Yes, one hundred percent. Can you get that from? You can definitely get that big without steroids. Yeah, He's but- a young guy, but hold on a second. He's a young guy. He's been lifting weights for years. He had a six pack just a couple of years ago. Sure. Um, he was shredded. Yeah. And if you just steady, straight lifted weights for a long time without doing anything. Yes, like you know, you've seen that video of me from that uh, NBC from that um, VH1 Fashion Awards thing, the butt one. That was yeah, where I was naked uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. when I was in that thing, I barely lifted weights. I mean, I I did like chin ups and I did some weightlifting. Mostly was just doing kickboxing, and I had never taken anything—no testosterone, no steroids, no <laughs> nothing—and I, I had quite a bit of muscle. Like there's there's certain people that are more prone to being muscular especially if you've been doing like gymnastics or something like that like really young in life or wrestling a lot of wrestlers get it but for me it was kickboxing and a lot of calisthenics and some weightlifting, but not even that much really not like like a serious bodybuilder would be doing it if i if i lifted once a week it was very it was very rare for me to stay steady i would lift like For a few months, then I would stop and I'd go back to it. So the point was I I was dedicated way more to kickboxing than I was to anything else. And I still put on a lot of muscle.
1: I take that back. You know, I've seen Zach's always at the comedy store. And when he's wearing normal clothes, he just doesn't look that muscular. But I just look back 2010 and he's been ripped since then. So He's got got a swimmer body. body.
0: Yeah, but he's got a trainer, I'm sure. If you've got a trainer and the trainer makes you work hard, you're going to get more muscle. It's like you get to a certain level. Like, like if you see a guy like me who's 48 and you see that he's, he still has a a good amount of muscle and looks thick most of the time that guy's taking testosterone, especially today, today's day, like the benefits of it are just so obvious. I mean, you could not take it and just be like a regular 60 year old guy and just feel frail. Or you see these guys who are taking it, they're 60 years old that are fucking shredded like, you go to the beach, go to, like, um, fucking Maui or something like that. Go to the Four Seasons, you'll see some businessman who's, like, in his 60s with a six-pack and giant traps. Some 60-year-old guy with a personal trainer is taking testosterone. Like, um, I think that would be way better than to be, like... A, like that Burt Reynolds Hasselhoff character. Hasselhoff doesn't look terrible there. He's 63. Well,
1: that he's using placement of that floating device. Well,
0: oh. <laughs> Hasselhoff was a very nice guy and he was on Fear Factor, so I will cease comment. <laughs> However, there is a gigantic difference <laughs> between the man well, on the <laughs> left and the man on the right. The he's, man on the left of the screen is the goodness. fucking rock. And holy shit, what a stud that guy is. <laughs> like, look at the fucking size of him. And he's a huge guy on top of that. So, you know, The Rock is like 6'3", something like that, yeah. right? Is he 6'3"? Wanna,
3: that sounds about right. It's probably two seventy-two. Gigantic.
0: I mean, just shredded and dedicated. Dark, Gets dark up nipples. every morning. But again, if I had a guess, like The Rock is uh, not that much younger than me. I'm 48. What is that guy? Is he 44? How old is he? How, guess, Brian. Take a guess.
1: Who, The Rock? Yeah. I would oh, say he's f- f- your age, 49, 48? No, I
0: don't think he's my age. 43. 43. Yeah, oh, there we it. go. But point being, I mean, it's, it's, it's technically possible to be that big without steroids, and he does have an insane work ethic, but I would imagine he's taking testosterone. <laughs> It you know? has to not, but there's no shame in it everybody's people are weird about like hiding that it's these are chemical components of our body that we can Manipulate I'm not talking about taking massive amounts of it because that's dangerous. It's not smart It's not good for you. It'll, it's gonna fuck you up like when when guys go too deep with it It's gonna fuck you up, but that doesn't mean that like low levels of it aren't Possibly helpful. I'll take it because the, the alternative is your body just stops working good. I mean, that's the alternative. I mean, everybody wants – it's like there's a pride thing involved in it, like where people don't want to admit they need it. It's real weird.
3: When do you think is the uh, – or not the best, but what's what do you think is a good way to decide when you should take it? Go to a doctor
0: for sure. Let them tell you. 100%, yeah. <laughs> you should go to a doctor who really understands what's going on, where you know he's on top of the, the latest – As far as um, replacing hormones and what are the benefits of doing it naturally, what are the benefits of uh, augmenting it with some sort of a synthetic hormone, and have a guy who's got a long history of it, who does blood work, extensive blood work, and wants to find out how healthy you are. And the first thing they're going to do, if he's good, first thing they're going to do is manipulate your diet. That's the first thing they all do. They all want to look at your blood work and go, look, you're really low in D3, you this, you that. You need to start taking niacin. Like, what kind of foods are you eating? Because just just doing that, just lowering your sugar intake and all your bullshit that you eat and, and alcohol, just that alone, if you can minimize alcohol and lower your sugar intake, like really lower it, you'll have a big impact on your hormones. Just that. It'll have a big impact on all aspects of your body. Your body will just work better. You, your insulin won't be so fucking spiked. It just gets real weird when you start chugging Mountain Dew all day, and you get like insane levels of sugar that a lot of people will get. And I know people are like Joe. You got to get off this fucking sugar chalk. You talk about sugar too much. I know. I do. I know. It. You're right. But, but that's the point. Is they'll they'll work on your diet first. So what they would do is they would. They would check your blood. They'd find out where your levels are of everything, including your um, thyroid hormones. A lot of people have thyroid issues. They might not even know about it. I bet
1: my shit's all fucked up. I bet all A, B, C, and D.
0: Probably you should get it checked out. I and should you should totally do that. You know, but if you you have to be like willing to listen to them. If 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 they say you have to drink water, you have to take niacin, you have to do this, you have to do that. I want you to limit your amount of uh, you know fried foods, trans fats. How Lim- would you
3: find a good doctor? Doctor that does this besides like maybe Good just question. Ask your back page.
0: Good question. Page. You know it's funny you because you don't want a quack. You know you don't want some fucking nutty dude who just wants to shoot you up with steroids. Right. You want to you want to have a doctor that is uh, intelligent about it, how they approach it, and hopefully a doctor that's older than you that's on it. <laughs> that's like best case scenario. If your doctor's not taking hormones, you're like hmm. But you're what hmm uh, But you're eighty, dude. What are you doing? Trying to stay alive. What are you doing, you know? Be you talk to some 80-year-old doctor, and he's fucking yoked. Mm. <laughs> That's the guy you want to listen to. Okay, what's he doing? What are you doing over there, dude? Why are you so strong? There's some old dudes that are involved in powerlifting competitions. It's bananas. I mean, I don't know if they're pretending to be natural. I don't know how that works. Are they allowed to do whatever they want? But I was watching these... Um, these guys were in their 60s and they were powerlifting. I'm, I'm talking like massive amounts of weight, five, 600 pounds. Watch these guys power powerlift. And I'm like, what? How, how old are these guys? And they're deadlifting 500 pounds, 600 pounds. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, those people didn't exist. There was no 60 year old deadlifters 20 years ago, they didn't even think about doing it.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of those guys at my gym. A lot of the old guys that you're like, how is this guy still going? Look (laughs) at him. And his body's crazy looking. Because when you have an old body mixed with muscles, it's really weird.
0: Well, there's a big difference between a person who's not doing it. Look at this motherfucker. How old is
1: that mm guy?
3: It's the Arnold Classic Europe 2012 over 60 pose
0: down. Over sixty. Yeah, Every one back. of these guys is over sixty. That is. Oh my god! That, that looks like <laughs> CGI. Doesn't that look fake? It's insane. Yes, yeah, so with that guy's old man face. Yeah. That's, yeah. Look at that. That looks like looks like Jay yeah. Leno or something. Especially that guy. Real. Well, look at him he's too. Dancing. With his, he's dancing terribly. His skin is kind of wrinkly, and he's got a, a cop mustache. He's Got, got it all going on. Fuck. got like being in a he's hot got, tub with these guys. He's got the John Stossel. <gasps> over Whoa. sixty. What? Shredded. What fuck. See, this is the difference between being a man and being a woman, too. Because I don't think that a woman can take some shit that will, like, give her, like, a more feminine body as she gets older. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas a guy, like, these guys are obviously taking some shit. And they're in their 60s. And they have all this muscle. Jeez. And they look like like fucking super athletes. I mean, that's what ridiculous. these guys look like. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's guy. <laughs> <laughs> It definitely Monster. looks, it definitely looks crazy. It does not look right. But that guy right there with the red shorts on the far <laughs> left, like that guy looks like he could be thirty years old. That's insane. The fact that that guy's sixty something, that's insane. <laughs> <It's> so gross. <laughs> but my point being, like, there's not anything like this available for a woman. A woman can't take something that like makes her, as she gets older, look uh, more like a younger woman. Why do they all have to be that color? Does that make it look better or something? Yeah. The, um, they use that fake tanning shit because yeah. the darker they are, the more it highlights their muscularity. That old guy's got a flabby ass. He shouldn't turn his ass to the camera. Look
3: at his hair. He shaved it down to this little cute mohawk mm. hipster.
0: Oh, that's a... Oh, yeah, I didn't even notice that. He's got a 60-year-old dude with a mohawk.
3: Maybe he had it first. It could be the
0: original. Maybe he never let it go. He's got giant ab muscles. This is getting gay. I know And that guy's (laughs) face is tripping (gasps) out. Let's wrap this up Let's bring it home You got anything uh, else you you wanted to talk about? Queen? No. shut this bitch off? Shut this bitch off Shut this bitch off and move on with our lives ladies and gentlemen It's been beautiful This is episode 777 I know So I thought it had to be you Because of all your seven references that you threw in all throughout the years
1: That number haunts me so bad Why? I don't know it just comes up so much now
0: Okay, are you sure?
1: I have a seven on my shirt. Do
0: you? Uh, I don't know. I might. I don't give a fuck. How about that?
1: You <laughs> don't. You have a seven uh, on your hat, uh,
0: uh, Brian. Desquad.tv. Squad TV. <laughs> yes oh I got um, a new
1: shirt that's for pre-ori order. is it it's the old pill shirt the one with the cat yeah. uh the fee- like looking one but I just have it black and white now like like remixed it like different colors
0: beautiful cool. and uh gigs coming up Deathsquad.tv. What what yeah. you guys got going on
1: uh we're gonna be in Nashville soon Vancouver oh, next month what we're, are you doing uh, wise guys I mean um uh, zanie's yeah zanie's uh we bring kill Tony there and uh Vancouver
0: yeah that's um I'm there I'm in Nashville too I'm at the Wyman the Wyman. Ryman 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 Auditorium when is that what's the date on that May 20th May 20th young Jamie really young Jamie on the ball yeah in in the neighborhood alright anything else oh uh, what Brian Redband do oh yeah podcast he has his own podcast now
1: yes Uh, killing it killing it I heard
0: it's doing really well
1: yeah and uh, this um, this uh, next episode I'm about to release has the Seinfeld shit in it
0: oh what's the Seinfeld shit the stupid question I asked Seinfeld okay. Maybe you should delete that. that. Yeah, huh? I did. No, that's okay. um, anything else? That's it. All right, you fucks. That's it for this week. Only one. Only doing one. But we'll be back next week. Strong. Full force. See you soon. Bye.